This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Studios in beautiful sunny El Paso, Texas. Yeah, baby! The Buzz Adams Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? Thanks for joining us. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Buzz Adams Morning Show for this Wednesday. It's July the 20th as we're getting the show underway. Thanks for being along with us today. Continued hot weather this week in El Paso. Over 100 every single day. Ugh, gross. We had a high temperature yesterday very similar to what London, England had. Uh, they had a, they, they're hitting triple record digits. temperatures. Yeah, they're hitting triple digits. So uh, not common for jolly old England, but... They've got some uh, record temperatures across Europe. What was our high yesterday? It got warm. Uh, I believe 104 was the high temperature yesterday. Over 60 million uh, Americans across uh, across 12 different states uh, are under heat advisories and red flag alerts uh, for extreme uh, temperature this week, and I just found out that my fancy new uh, air conditioner, the electric company, can remotely uh, raise that if they want to. Like, I could set it at 70. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, no, we're going to scooch it on up here to 75. Smart, Is it working now? Do you have air conditioning smart, in your house? Smart technology, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the AC's uh, <laughs> working, but it, uh, I can tell you it costs a pretty penny. And they tell you you're going to have to replace your air conditioner. Make sure you're sitting down before they tell you how much it's going to be. Uh, Joanna, look at Nico. Nico's what looks so professional. It's Nico, actually you look so amazing. The look best look. Yeah, this improves just your general appearance. 200%. <laughs> that's an extra 100% than normal. You should do <laughs> this. Uh, I just wanted to show you what it really looks like to you, go to work. Look at what Nico is capable of. Yesterday. Uh, he can do it. He just chooses not to, all right? Oh, yeah. I, I choose to be comfortable. I'm going to be hot in like four hours. When the sun comes out. Right. One of the drawbacks is the more the more you have on, the more uncomfortable it is when it hits 100 plus. Yeah. That was some of the comments that we got yesterday after we took those lovely pictures of Buzz in you know, his suit. Here's the thing. The main thing, although, and I stand by this, that is a great combo. You really look professional. My main thing is I just want to shame Nico into not wearing flip-flops to the office anymore. And as we learned, those flip-flops are hazardous. Didn't one of them try to kill you the other day? Yeah, that righty. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> she tried to take me out with coffee in my hand. She knew trip, that if I tripped, I'd trip over your own flip-flop. To be fair, that's just me in general. Um, 
Joanna took pictures of us yesterday, posted them on Instagram, and people had some interesting things to say. God, I should have pulled it up uh, earlier. But somebody said we looked like uh, the... Were we trying to show off the 90s, like styles in the 90s? Huh. Okay. <laughs> Another person said, you were dressed, that I was dressed too down for work, but you were dressed too much for work. I was really trying to make Have a point. A happy medium. Yeah, there was no happy medium there. So I thought, maybe I'll just do the happy medium coming today. Let's talk about you getting hacked. Because something, like you got hacked and it started sending out messages Technically, to your contacts. I'm not sure if I was technically hacked or not because somebody created a new account with with just using my picture. Like a dummy account. Yeah. Little did they know you are already a, a dummy. dummy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my bell? Where's the bell? I don't know. Uh, but then I also looked into, like, Joanna, Facebook has really stepped their game up with this stuff. Oh, cool. So under security. What, keeping it from happening? Well, you can at least look. Where am I logged on? you know, in the country. And it showed that I was logged on in Dallas. So yesterday, somebody in Dallas, I guess, had was able to get my friends list and they were able to contact everybody uh, that I'm friends with. I've gotten messages before and usually it's from strangers, but one time it was from my, my former father-in-law, okay? So uh-huh. my daughter's grandfather. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still in touch. Who's known for using technology. Not at all. <laughs> and it was like, hey, have you heard about this new program where so-and-so? And I'm like, well, I can't just ignore my daughter's other grandfather. Right. So I'm uh-huh. answering him back. And then then it goes into a spiel. And it was at that point I realized, oh, I'm talking. I'm engaging with the bot <laughs> or with something that had hacked his, I guess it was Facebook probably. You know, because he's older, and yeah. that's what the olds use. Facebook, <laughs> <The> right? Old. <laughs> I was scared, though. Like, So people were... I would, Joanna said people were commenting. It was like, yeah, I'd never met Nico, but he was talking to me like yeah. we were old friends. I got messages and, of like, hey, did Nico get hacked? Because he messaged me, and it was like we were old friends or something. Hey! Here's how a lot of them start. Hey! Yeah. We got a lot how of those. How you doing? People sent me screenshots of their conversation with the fake me, and then they were like... Not bad, just smoking in Las Cruces. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it goes into, well, have you heard of the IRS program? That da, da, da. Oh, I, did it have to do with the IRS? I think it. I think like that's that. the that's what I got from my father-in-law. But you know and what? I never even brought it up with him because it was oh, obvious. No, you would just scare him. Yeah, it, it would just freak him out. But that's what, you know, it was freaky because they could have said anything to any of these people. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, right? I mean, not I, wrong, though. That's, that's the kind of weird kinda. things that they, they could have gotten. They could have made things that suddenly put you in... In a real bad light. In a real yeah. bad light, right. And so I, I was trying to shut it down as quickly as possible. And then while I was trying to do it, people were messaging me like, Hey, did you send me this? Did you send me this? I was like, I was pulling... I was going to pull out my hair, but I didn't but, have any left. Right. Too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this was not from your actual account. This was somebody... <laughs> Made an account mm-hmm. using your actual picture, I guess, yeah, from the Facebook. One used online. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that stinks. Yeah. I mean, I guess we all do our part. Don't respond to those or yeah. like anything where it's like if I go to a website, the content is covered by an ad, I make a mental note never buy whatever it is. 
even if I thought it was like, oh, that's a product I'd really be interested. You don't buy it. You don't click anything. You know what I mean? If you're on a page, and especially this happens when you're reading on your iPad, and the content is covered by the ad, and you can't get the ad out of the way so you can read the article you want to read. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fine. You just click X on the side. No, 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 no. no. Sometimes that, that just opens more of them. Does it? Uh, sometimes. I think you're going to the wrong Are these porn sites? Is this what porn is hub? Happening? No, it's like cracked. You know, or... Yeah, and then they go like, would you like to subscribe to our website service? And you just go click and X. Like, no. I can't see that's the little... He can't find the little That's X. not what I'm talking about. I, I wish I could show you guys, but it's definitely... It throws up... Because it's a, on porn. A, an ad, it's not on porn, but it throws up an <laughs> ad that covers... The thing you're trying to read. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it happens. My point pop is, up? It's any, a pop-up. Anything I get in the mail, like the physical mail, every week, I'm never going to use that service because I disapprove of their their methods. So, Yeah. Sorry, Pella Windows. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but wait, wait. What what are we talking about? Like, Don't respond to anything that is... Weird, yeah. Yeah, or sending out meds, you know, whatever the product. The product's also probably a scam, too. Yeah, I would say you don't know what you're talking about, but you're not the one that was hacked. I was. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you do know what you're talking about. All right, let's find out what's going on uh, on the show today. Let's start with entertainment news. Joanna's going to have Hollywood notes coming up in about an hour. So what are we going to be talking about, Joanna? Oh, Sesame Place is apologizing for a family's experience at the park. We all saw the video already. And it's where Rosita kind of disses two little black girls. Well, it was, it was, here's what it probably was a teenager making a minimum wage, wearing a big shaggy costume and a hundred degree temperature, mm-hmm. maybe didn't see out of the eye holes all that good. We saw the video. I didn't think it was any, you know, there are a lot of different interpretations. Well, a lot of people video. are upset about it. And the park said that it will be conducting training for employees so that they better understand, recognize, and deliver an inclusive, equitable, and entertaining experience to their guests. All right. But, like, there are a lot more videos I've seen that are just, have you, like of characters ignoring black children. Oh yeah, somebody brought that up, but then there's I was other like, videos. I like, have the time to go look it up. Yeah. Oh, it looked it looked very similar to the Rosita case. The case of Rosita. You could the probably. Rosita you, I bet you could place. make a montage of Disney characters or Sesame Street. Anybody in a mascot. Any, that, yeah. You know, not catching all the kids because it's a giant suit. Right. That you so can't if you wanted of. to make it look like, well, this only happens to Asian kids, you could probably make a video montage of that. I don't know. I'm going with Rosita the racist. Rosita now. the racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Elmo the enabler. <laughs> Because he was just standing there and didn't even, didn't even call her out for it. But let me tell you, I, I just love the t- length it took for yeah. to go. I was trying Elmo, to the enabler. <laughs> well, You're I right, have though. dressed up in mascot costumes before, and yes, kids either okay. So a couple of things: little kids either love them or are terrified of them. True, but. There's so many kids coming up, and you can't really see out of the thing. I mean, it's like a mesh deal, so they don't see your face underneath the eye. Whatever you peek out right. of is not, you don't have good vision. And look, you don't want to let down anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this whole thing looks like a lot of nonsense, to be honest. So, the mascot for Adventure Zone here in El Paso is a giant gorilla. 
It has a, a I had on no a idea. Mascot? Yeah, they have a mascot. Or at least when I worked there 15 years ago, they did. And the one on red. The one on red. <laughs> they had a giant gorilla. That was my job. Was to be in the giant gorilla okay. outfit. So you and say hi to the kids. Right at Adventure Zone. Yes. Yeah. We'll multiply the number of kids by about a gazillion. Uh, yeah. And then you've got what's be, going on it at would be Disneyland or Sesame. Place super or confusing and hard to target anybody. Nico, news headlines. What's leading us off with the news today? Well, the alleged fake electors in the 2020 Georgia election probe are now pushing back against subpoenas that they just received. I don't know if you remember or not, but in Georgia, uh, they had 16 electors that they signed an unofficial certificate of uh, electoral certificate in an attempt to subvert the electoral college. It was the alternate yeah, slate they had that they talked about. schemes like this in some of the other states, Arizona. Right. Uh, some Missouri, I think, some other ones. Well, now they're cross, going after them. Like they want to put them on the stand and get some kind of uh, sworn testimony from them. They got subpoenaed already, and they have been notified that they're moving from the prosecutors are moving from considering them uh, their status as witnesses to like, targets. Who who went to the? Who are these people? Like, what's their standing? Are they members of the Republican Party in their states? And One who, of them is who, Georgia who, Republican Party Chairman David Schaefer. All right. Um, they are now targets of the investigation, no longer witnesses. Yeah, good. And especially if they're going to play uh, fast and loose with the subpoena. Well, or, no, this comes after uh, their, the new change in their status because of new evidence according to georgia fulton county district attorney prosecutors uh like they, they were doing this they were uh signing these these fake uh ballots right. these fake elector documents certificates of yeah at the behest of who, like who told him i want you to do this yeah or, it was donald trump yeah it was yeah that camp now if they can prove he talked to them personally right. and gave that that order is different. You know, he may have just whispered it or said, you know, what would be great is if some people just know. got together. Right. And turned in their own. Yeah. And ignored, like, ignored the popular vote well, altogether. Now, ignored, ignored the electoral vote more specifically. Now, 11 of the 16 fake electors are pushing back against the subpoenas and saying they are unreasonable and oppressive. Also, Georgia State Senator Burt Jones is calling for the court to disqualify District Attorney Fannie Willis from being an advisor in the case because she has some sort of conflict of interest. Jones hasn't proved it yet. All right. Uh, well, that sounds pretty complicated. I hope you'll sort that all out for us. Yep. Uh, if you want to give us a call, here's the telephone number into the studio. It is a 915 number. 910-4995. That's 910-4995 to uh, talk to us live during the morning show. We've got a lot of ground to cover today, so we better get right into it. Here's your late night roundup. It's a recap of highlights. And this is Wednesday morning. We're about uh, to the halfway point of the week coming up. Joanna has entertainment news. That's right around the corner. All of the uh, news and notes from Hollywood with Joanna coming up in just a few minutes. And uh, they've announced the first band that is going to play in space. I guess I should oh. say the they're saying the edge of space, but it's you know one of these it's one space, of these all right. it's space adjacent, I guess. But <laughs> we're going to find out uh, who that is coming up in the next hour. And I think we got to talk about Elon Musk's dad. Yes, Elon Musk has a dad. 
Dude, I had no idea. And there's a lot of weird stuff about this dude <laughs> that's coming out. So we're going to have that story also coming up. Let's get to our Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events and find out what is happening for today, July 20th, 2022. Today is International Chess Day. Oh. Do you think a lot of people decided, you know what, I'm going to take up chess because of Queen's Gambit? Oh, yeah, for sure. And do you think most of the people stuck with it or... Maybe not. Were you ever a chess player? No, I've always wanted to learn, but... Do you know how the, you, you don't know how the pieces move and stuff? No, I don't. Well, I thought I did, and then I found out a couple of years ago uh-huh. that, first of all, I was setting up the pieces all wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> not all wrong, but there was one. I had, I had my bishop and my rook switched, uh-huh. and also I misunderstood how the horse is supposed to move. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, today's International Chess Day. Today's National Hot Dog Day. Happy Hot Dog Day, everybody. Today's National Fortune Cookie Day. Ooh. National Lollipop Day. Today is Space Exploration Day as well. And uh, because this is the anniversary of a red-letter date in space exploration that I'll tell you about coming up shortly. Celebrities having birthdays today include Tom Brady's wife, Giselle Bunchen, you know, the breadwinner in that family, who's 42. Bunchen. Actor Omar Epps, who was Dr. Foreman on House. House, yep. He's 49 today. One of my favorite characters. Former Dancing with the Stars pro, Julianne Hoff, turns 34 today. From Grey's Anatomy and Sideways, Sandra O oh turns 51. What's that show she's been on for the past couple of two or three years? Ooh. Finding something or chasing somebody. Chasing. There's a show. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, obviously, I haven't <laughs> seen it, right? Pearl Jam guitarist Stone Gossard has a birthday today. He's 56. And actor Dean Winters is 58. He's He's been in a lot of stuff. So he was Liz Lemon's boyfriend uh, off and on again in 30 Rock. You know the guy I'm talking about? Uh, I should. I've seen I every episode. He he's Mayhem oh, yeah. in the Allstate insurance commercials. <laughs> Those are funny. I'm a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one I've seen, he's like, I'm the latest TikTok viral trend, and he's like <laughs> dancing on the side of the road. Somebody has a wreck because it's so distracting. Here's a, I think, a great underrated actor from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Frank Whaley turns 59 today. Very underrated. So underrated, I've never heard the name. He was the guy who does most of the talking in Pulp Fiction in the scene where the boys are in the up room and the uh, Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta go and shoot him full of holes. The Gimp scene? No. The boys oh, the fir- at the first. Yes, 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 yes. No, he's the guy from Career Opportunities. Big Kahuna Burger. Look at the check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> but yeah, Career Opportunities. Uh, he was he played one of the Doors in the Doors. It just you know just consistently been a pretty good uh, career for Frank Whaley, who's fifty nine today. Uh, birthday for Donna Dixon. 
65. She was married to Dan Aykroyd, but I could have sworn there was a story just within the past year that they that they'd split up. Aww. Rock legend and one of the performers at the original Woodstock, Carlos Santana, is 75. Doing okay. He, there was a story when I was out on vacation, but I saw it anyway. Was that a reference to a song? No, no he he collapsed on stage. Doing okay. Oh, he's actually he doing collapsed on stage. But he's he's on the men. Carlos Santana's doing okay. Wonder if he um knows any black magic women. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and Kim Carnes, who had a big hit in the 80s called Betty Davis Eyes. She's 77. I nailed that, didn't I? Just that was that. nice, yeah. She's got Betty Davis Eyes. <laughs> it was even better that time. That yeah. sounds like your Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> She's got Betty Davis Eyes. <laughs> 49 years ago, we lost a legend, guys, 1973. Bruce Lee died unexpectedly mm. at the age of 32, just a few weeks before the release of his movie Enter the Dragon. The official cause of death was a brain brain edema, Nico? A uh, swelling of the brain. Okay, but I'm saying it right? Brain yes, edema. Yes, brain edema. And there have been a lot of conspiracies. Cerebral edema would be the real term. A lot of things having to do with like accusations that the Yakuza, because he was... Or family, cur no, triads. Triad, the triads. Thank He's not you. Japanese. You're right. <laughs> the triads. Also, that he was sharing too many top secret karate moves with Westerners. Have you ever heard that theory? Yes, that there's um, that there were like clans of schools that taught, and they would try and guard their secrets right. very. And that he was doing them on screen, and they were like, "Yeah, he's got to go." Also, there's been uh, accusations about a curse in the family, how his dad died before the age of, I think, 37, how his son died, Bruce Lee, no. Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, yeah. On the set of The Crow. Yeah. I think I know the truth, though. The swelling of the brain had to do with an incident a few years earlier where he'd gotten in fight with, there was this actor and his stunt double got into a fight on the back lot and the stunt double threw oh him God. into the side of the car and left a big dent in the side of the car. And people never talk about this. They pretend like it didn't happen, but yeah. I think that was the injury Something that caused him. Really, people really need to start talking about that. They never talk about it. They just nobody's never, talking nobody's about talking. the time. It's almost that, as if nobody saw the movie. <laughs> I'm sure somebody saw it once upon a time in Hollywood at least once. <laughs> Uh, ten years ago was the uh, shooting at the movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. They were showing Dark Knight Rises, and a lunatic in tactical gear uh, killed 12 people and wounded 70 others. That was ten years ago, 2012 on this date. And this is the reason today's space exploration date, 53 years ago, guys, 1969, on July 20th, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first men to walk on the moon. Uh, Armstrong walked down the ladder first, so Neil Armstrong was the first man to set foot on the moon. It was a three-man mission. There was another guy, but that was Michael Collins, who stayed in orbit. Somebody had to be in the orbital so that these guys could get back up. Make Imagine that trip. guy. Like, eh. right. So close. <laughs> Uh, NASA stopped their lunar missions after Apollo 17. 
Collins was scheduled to go back to the moon, but he had retired by the time that uh, they got around to pulling the plug on the Apollo mission. So uh, he never got to he never got to go to the moon. But everybody remembers Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, specifically what Neil Armstrong said when he when his foot touched down on the moon. Everybody remembers what he said, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People don't remember is that there had to be a whole brainstorming meeting about, geez, it's going to oh. be super historic. What are you going to say? Hello, Apollo 11. We are about ready to beam the iconic moment of the first steps on the moon. Have you thought about what you're going to say? Uh, yeah, Houston. Uh, I was thinking something like this. I'm on the moon. <laughs> you know, this is far out. You know, because it is. It's like way out there. Negative, Apollo. Collins, uh, we have to remind you that the whole world is watching. Think of something more inspirational and patriotic. Okay, okay, roger that, Houston. How about, uh, hey, Russia, stick this where the sun don't shine. <laughs> you know, because I'm on the dark side of the moon. Wow, that's another negative. Collins, uh, let's let Armstrong take the first step. He'll think of something clever to say. Oh, come on, Houston. But how about the craters are groovy and the afro stand higher? You know, And that's why Collins got stuck in, <laughs> in orbit, I guess. All right, let's take a break. We've got entertainment news coming up with Joanna Barbara and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show for your Wednesdays on the way right after this. These guys aren't good at much. They should eat. Make me laugh. HLEQHD1, El Paso. A town square media station. Hollywood news with Joanna on the way. I want to let you know about a Jiffy Lube appearance that KLAQ is going to be doing this Saturday starting at 11 a.m. KLAQ joins our friends at Jiffy Lube for the grand opening of their location on George Dieter. This is the grand opening of their 1389 George Dieter location. And we're going to have special edition vinyl copies of Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Ooh. Can you imagine? Yeah. You know how expensive it is to buy, like, a collector's vinyl? In general, yeah. 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 Uh, come check out Jiffy Lube state-of-the-art facility, free Wi-Fi, coffee, and water while you wait for your car to be serviced every day. Plus, this weekend, the first 40 customers on both Friday and Saturday to purchase a Jiffy Signature Service oil change receives a $25 gas card. So you can get free gas. Oh. At Jiffy Lube. <laughs> Jiffy Lube's got gas. <laughs> and they want to give you gas. <laughs> yes. The Scott Lehman commercial. I, I, I don't There's think they've no been context for to like, bring it out anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we played those commercials enough. I think everybody heard those. <laughs> Speaking of commercials, here's a weird commercial that I'm sure everybody's seen. <laughs> Okay. And I called Nico yesterday to say, can you explain this commercial? That's adorable. Right. He goes, hey, I just took my Lunesta. 
I've got a great idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, those Taco Bell commercials, uh-huh. and it's a series of them. Okay. And here's kind of the, the little story it tells. A guy nerd and a girl nerd make eye contact, and there's such okay. a connection. They're they're full on about to kiss uh-huh. or, you know, bone or whatever. Yeah. And then something makes a gong noise. Oh, yeah. And the, the girl bong. gets distracted, and she walks, she notices there's a, there's uh, a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell right there across yeah. the street. But then she ignores the guy, mm-hmm. walks across the street, and then it shows her eating alone in Taco Bell. Hell yeah. What is Taco Bell trying to, what's the point of this? Taco Bell, better than sex. Yeah. that's uh, you want Joanna, you said it perfectly. That's, that's what they're exactly yeah, trying to say. Well, why are they nerds? They're always either, you know, on are their way to... Are they nerds? Are they nerds? Or are you just labeling no. them as nerds? Yeah, because today's society... Well, I don't know. Here's a guy <laughs> like who's like, dressed up like an elf, and his girlfriend is dressed How up... How is he dressed up, dressed up like an elf? Well, he's got elf ears and... Like a, oh, a okay. cosplay show. So it's short. supposed to be like they're at a like a Comic Con or something. He's maybe. dressed like a ram. Just suffice to say, they're both nerds. Okay. Okay. And okay. they they like they fe- oh, I found my nerd soulmate. You could have just said they weren't attractive. Oh, that looks delicious. It's. Just a just a weird series of ads, Joanna. When Buzz was explaining this to me yesterday, he, okay. he goes, and then so then there's a bong sound, and then then a I was bong. going a bong sound like like they had a water pipe in the in the <laughs> commercial. Right? He's like, no, they, you're all, they showed that in the commercial. The bong sound where it goes bong. So the Taco Bell yeah, bell the, sound, the gong, gong. sound. <laughs> So it's the same plot in every commercial. They're attractive there. And they're playing sports, Relatively so they're not nerds. But they've got some kind of uh, combined interest going on, and they're just about to do it, man. Like uh, right lips there? Are about to in be. the, the dugout? Yeah, I think so. I well, mean, that's look, where you would. Look how much in love they look. <laughs> Eye so contact. Like, hey, how's it going? They scoot over. Oh, they're sitting closer wow, to each other. Want to check out my dugout? Oh, snap. Nope, never mind. Gone. I'm going to go get Taco Bell. Yeah, I would do the same thing. 101 odds say she's going to Taco Bell. She's going to be eating whatever it is, Chalupa or whatever, by herself. That guy gets no tacos. Yeah, he doesn't get any taco. (laughs) (laughs) Try Taco (laughs) Bell. She doesn't get her taco, their taco. That's the name of today's (laughs) underwear. No tacos. I wonder if they put it on nerdy shows because I was watching what we do in the shadows when I saw this. (laughs) Do they intentionally like, hey, nerds, you know you're an incel, so this is just going to relate to this. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're here watching uh, your DVR of what we do in the shadows at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. We're just going to rub it in a little bit. Most women would rather have a cheesy chalupa than kiss you. Excuse me, that was a grilled cheese steak burrito. That was a so. grilled and cheese I steak burrito. Really would. I would want yeah. one of those. For entertainment Hollywood news, here's Joanna Barba with the news. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Good morning. Oops, hold on. I accidentally closed out my document. Oh, I hate when that happens. (laughs) Oh, okay. I got it. 
Roku today unveiled a still announcing the casting of Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary as media mogul Oprah Winfrey in its buzzy musical biopic, Weird, the Al Yankovic Story. Brunson joins an ensemble led by Daniel Radcliffe, which also includes Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna, Rain Wilson as Dr. Demento, and Julianne Nicholson and Toby Huss as Yankovic's parents. Although Weird still has yet to receive an official release date, the film will reportedly become available for streaming sometime this fall on Roku. I just wanted to see if you would get up in the middle of your report and walk to the nearest taco. Bar. I wish. The nearest one is like that over a ways down. Look, $2 cheesy what? Beef burrito? Did that, is that what that said? Is it? I don't know. Buzz moved it. I don't know. For $2? <laughs> that's a deal. Yeah, that's a banger. I, I wasn't paying attention to the actual deal. I was paying attention to Taco <laughs> Bell is positioning itself as the blocker of fast food. (laughs) (laughs) This is really getting to you. What is your beef with Taco Bell? It's a beef burrito. What does Taco Bell have against young nerd love? It's telling you, hey, go get some Taco Bell instead. Feed yourself. Trust me, it's much better. Rolling Stone has dropped a planet-sized chunk of kryptonite into the lap of Zack Snyder's triumphant release of his Justice League cut, also known as the Snyder Cut. The magazine claims, according to multiple sources and two reports put together by Warner Media, much of the online fervor for the Justice League Snyder Cut and support to hashtag release the Snyder Cut was supported by fake social media accounts and appears to be weaponizing a movement. The report claims that as much as 13% of the accounts accounts involved in the conversation around the re-release of the Snyder Cut were fake, a whopping increase from the average of about 3 to 5% on most Twitter threads. While that doesn't mean that there weren't any real fans wanting Snyder's version of the Justice League, it does mean that those fans' voices were being propelled to far greater heights than they would have normally reached. Uh, additionally, one of the most prominent websites promoting the release of the Snyder Cut for SnyderCut.com was found at one point to be registered to a digital marketing consultant named Xavier E. Lannis, who runs or ran a digital ad agency that claimed to be able to deliver, quote, cheap instant avatar traffic to your website. Combined with expensive publicity stunts like a Times Square ad and a plane flying over San Diego Comic-Con, it raises speculation that the hype machine and all the toxicity and threats that came with it to release the Snyder Cut were fueled by an entity with real financial backing. Uh, I like the Snyder Cut a lot. So thank you, bots. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, it's you. not that there weren't people asking for it. It's just that, hey, these bots kind of put it to the forefront. Also in the report. And you thought Cyborg was your favorite bot in the DC <laughs> He's half bot. So <laughs> if anything, I read yesterday, it was a bunch of accounts of, of executives and Warner Media executives saying it was unwatchable. In its Zack Snyder format. Oh. The one that they ended up putting on HBO? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. 
And from DC to the MCU, this year, Ethan Hawke was introduced into the MCU by way of a TV show. He's the baddie in Moon Knight, opposite Oscar Isaac's DID suffering hero. And he said he had a great time working for the biggest comic book motion picture creator in town. And in a new interview with IndieWire, Hawke waddled into perhaps the most intense conversation in the Marvelverse, namely that legendary filmmakers like Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola are simply not fans. Scorsese called comic book movies not cinema, and while fans like Kevin Smith are still angry about it, Hawk tried to thread the needle between defending his idols and not you know, getting fired. He said, quote, there needs to be somebody in the community saying, hey, everybody, this is not Fanny and Alexander. If you keep reviewing these movies that are basically made for 14 year olds like they're Fanny and Alexander or Winter Light, then who the hell is going to get to make Winter Light? I appreciate the elder statesmen of the community reminding people not to set the bar too low. I know it makes some people think they're stuck up, but they're not stuck up. Hmm. He kind of did thread it pretty yeah, nicely right. through the he middle really, of it. He really, like, waded those waters like, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to get fired. But also, you know what? They're not stuck up. Yeah, they have stuck. their own opinion of it. What's Fanny? What was that Fanny thing he was talking about? I, I didn't know, recognize either one of those okay. movies. Apparently, they're very, very well-established movies from 1982. Oh. What was the name of it? Fanny and Alexander. Fanny, okay. Look it up. Got it. <laughs> Finally, Sesame Place Philadelphia has issued an apology and said its employees will undergo more training following backlash from a video showing an employee in a Sesame character costume ignoring two small black girls during a parade. Oh. Backlash swiftly followed after the video took off on social media where others shared similar experiences and videos and prompted Sesame Street Philadelphia to issue a statement on its Instagram account in which it said it was not the character's intention to ignore the girls. They said, quote, the costumes our performers wear sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels and sometimes our performers miss hug requests from guests. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask yesterday is, is it normal for the characters to, to interact with the children? Okay, are, are, so do they touch them on Instagram? The character Rosita is clearly waving and giving people high fives as she mm -hmm. approaches the girls. The girls reaching out to her when Rosita seemingly shakes her head and waves no. She's way, okay, whoever, and it could be a dude in the costume. Don't, for, you know, right. the, and it's probably somebody making... Eight, ten bucks. Don't assume Rosita's gender, okay? Oh, and walks away. The mom. But Yikes. when you're in a suit like that, you're possibly looking out through the mouth, through this obscured mesh covering, you know, so they don't see the person mm, right. inside. And it, I, I've worn a few of these suits before in my time. Nico, you said you used to be the gorilla mascot at Adventure Zone, right? Yeah, but I didn't do mine for fun. It doesn't look like she intentionally... <laughs> you didn't do yours for fun. I didn't like, do mine. No, no, no. I don't think anyone does a fun. I, I want to make sure you got this right. This was a way I would make extra cash. Oh, I thought it was like the conventions you go to. Those brony things. No. The bronies. Furries. This is a... This is a you know what? This minimizes actual racism. This is somebody who was in a suit. It's probably a hundred and something degrees outside. And they're wearing I, I a guarantee you, it's so hot in there. Yeah. Some of them have fans built into them. <clears throat> wow. Mine didn't. Mine it just didn't had either. a place for ice. 
<laughs> Did you put ice in it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Sesame Place went on to say that it had invited the family back for a personal meet and greet opportunity with the characters, but many chimed in to say that the damage was already done. And then a second apology was posted on Monday, in which the company apologized more directly and said its employees will re- will receive more training for better guest experiences also, in the future. It's the context of a parade, so there's Elmo on a float behind, and they're walking and they're high fiving and they're doing you know it's it just, happens i this, mean i've been to the disneyland parades and every time i want to you know there's gonna be one Tarzan. or two kids you know who who for whatever reason they can't hug every single person in there really they're only going to interact with the people who are on the front row people want the person the in the suit fired and right. i'm like what if it's like you know like a 16 year old or something well i think the mom of these kids when she posted it on social media referred to the person in the Rosita suit as a disgusting human being. <gasps> and it's like, you, you know, know that probably person? probably somebody who's on the verge of heat stroke, who's probably waiting for this parade to be over because they're literally dehydrated and they're trying to look out of a, an obscured little hole in a, once again, a giant <laughs> fur coat, fur suit, and and they didn't see the little girls. I mean, Right. And I think it, I think it does. I think it uh, minim- minimizes actual racist you know acts that take place what well, with your entertainment news let up on rosita <laughs> <laughs> with your entertainment news i'm joanna barba hey it's daniel paulus i'll be along starting at three with everything from aerosmith to nirvana to lincoln park everything you'll need to make a rocking afternoon el paso's best rock 95.5 klaq What if I told you there's one real estate agent that can guarantee your home will be sold and you will get the amount of money, possibly more than you're asking for? Well, there is. His name is Brian Birds of the Brian Birds Home Selling Team Powered. No matter how hot it gets during the day, it's always cool in the canyon. West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater. It's free concerts every Thursday. Free, guys. And we're into the home stretch. We've got three more Thursdays. Coming up this Thursday, Tribes is going to be on the main stage. They're kind of like a neo-traditional mariachi band. July 28th, week from Thursday, Fungi Mungle, El Paso's favorite party band, is going to be performing Always a Big Night. And then August 4th, Cool Canyon Nights wraps up with the rescheduled Azucar concert. Each free concert starts at 6 o'clock with live performers on the El Paso Community College patio stage. And then the main act goes on around 7 o'clock. So come out, a lot of food trucks there, a lot of drink options for you. Adult and uh, all-age beverages available. West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights. You can find out more about it on the must-read bar of KLAQ.com and on the KLAQ mobile app. Special thanks to some of our other sponsors, Coca-Cola SWB, Tangy Treasure, Johnson's Jewelers, and White Claw. Nico must have got hacked because a lot of people were getting messages from him on social media and it had something to do. It was not you, though, right? It was not me, no. Uh, <laughs> <I'll ask> you. <laughs> 
Was, was it you? Right? Were you hack- hacking yourself? Did you hack yourself? <clears throat> but it wasn't a hacking per se. It wasn't. We and you know what? It was or no, was no? It wasn't. And that's what kind of threw me off is that people messaged me and said, "Hey, oh, I think you got hacked." We're getting, getting all these messages, and then when I looked up. Like, I changed my password several times, and people kept saying, oh, no, we're still getting messages. Well, the person just created a fake account and used my picture. Mm-hmm. And then started sitting out, like, Over- product ads. Or well, what? no, overly friendly, just like, hey, what's up? Like, almost pretending to be uh, me. I hate when I fall for those. And, then- and I only fall from it. Like, if it's coming from a complete stranger or somebody that maybe I, I know who they are, but I don't talk to them, I, I think... When it comes from somebody that you really feel like, oh, I, I got to answer this person. Yeah. That's what got me. I got one upset. from my, okay, so follow this, my my former father-in-law, but my daughter's. Your ex-father-in-law. Yeah, but my daughter's other grandfather, so we're, you know, still on friendly terms. Still tight. And, stuff. and it was like, and you're right, it comes on very, very familiar, very friendly. Hey, I was just wondering if you've heard about this new IRS program or, you know, something along those lines. And there I am answering it. And then when the answer comes back, I, it, it took that long for me to realize, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. His account's been hacked. Now, people sent me screenshots of, of uh, the messages they were getting. And it was like a conversation, like me sending them a message. Hey, how are you doing? And the person responding, hey, what's up? Saying, you know, whatever they say. One guy was like, I'm just smoking here. <laughs> and uh, then... It's a couple of There should be like a captcha that you could do. Like ask the person, what's your favorite color? If they can't answer, they're a bot. You know what it did do was it put me into contact with some people I never would have talked to otherwise. I said, wow, it's unfortunate it takes being hacked for us to connect. (laughs) I had somewhere in (laughs) this big pile of uh, stories, there were tips on how to tell if you're if you're talking to a bot on social media. If they have bad grammar. I need to know that because I recently got Bumble. Am I talking to a bot? I wonder if there's more guy bots for girls on Bumble because I I don't see that many. Hey, side note. What's a good first message to send a guy? Because on Bumble, the girl has to send the message first. Hey, how about some of that sex? I don't want to just be like, sup. Sup. How about you go buzz, buzz, y'all? Buzz, I don't know. Buzz. Why buzz, buzz? It's like a bee. Oh, hey. Bumble. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Like Bumble. <laughs> don't be dropping my name to help you get lucky. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Look at all this stuff Buzz has yeah. to go through to find what he was looking for. He found it. You did? Four signs you're arguing with a bot online. All right. Go on. Uh, they use clunky phrases. Yeah. Bots have gotten good, though. Not perfect. So when you would go back and forth, did the did the bot, your the fake account that used your, your name and likeness, did it only do the sales pitch? No. Or did it no, answer no, it did the question? It did some... It wasn't a bot, first of all. I, I'm you think sure, it was a person? I think it was a person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, somebody wanted to be you. I, I, it was a scam. I mean, they, they tried to talk to people for a while. I just wonder why. They must have sent, oh, this person has either a, a friends list that is large enough for me to use. How many followers do you have? Maybe they were like, look at all the followers. I that don't have many. There's, have a there's a real suspicious thing every now and then I'll get a friend request. But my my friend uh, also, list had been capped out. But sometimes it's from <laughs> like a really pretty girl. At, but then you look and she's in Ukraine. Slovenia. Yeah. 
or somewhere, and also we don't have any friends in common. So it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously, this is obviously a blah. But go to I their see, profile, and I if see they, like if she has mutual friends with me, and then I'm just looking at the guys. Who and are the other guys that got suckered? Yeah, <laughs> right. And they're sending, oh, you look really hot. Are you visiting El Paso soon? And it's like, you dummies. It's like Steve Kaplowitz? <laughs> no, it's never, it's never Steve Kaplowitz. That one's a joke this time, Steve. Anyway, joke. <laughs> bots use clunky phrases. Okay. Watch out for weird sentences that don't make any sense. Although, also, it's social media. There's some people that cannot express a coherent thought. That is true. <laughs> Look for repetition. A bot usually has one purpose, whether it's to convince you that Rush is great or it's a sales pitch for something. So if the other people keeps repeat keep repeating the same things, sometimes word for word, it's probably a bot. Again, that repeating things sometimes word for word could also be a sign that it actually is your uncle and they're just watching Fox News all the time. <laughs> They respond really fast. This is another tip-off that maybe it's a bot. People usually have to think about what they want to say, take the time to type it, especially if it's an argument. Do they really, though? No, they don't. Bots will respond much faster than a person would. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know don't that I buy that most that people little, actually think before they right. type a lot of times. That one's a little flawed. <laughs> really? You think so? You think people type back real fast? Yes, especially if you're like one on one with someone, you're yeah. just waiting for that next message so you can be like, "This bitch." Yeah, or what? What are they gonna say now? No, and but then, then you don't want to. You don't want to text back too fast because you don't want to seem thirsty. What are you? Talking? Well, this is an argument. This is an we're argument. Talking oh. about. We're talking about ways <laughs> to tell if you're arguing with a bot. Because <laughs> they're flirting with a bot. No, I think he he was stuck in Bumble mode. He was still trying to give you advice for Bumble. <laughs> All right, so here's the final... Like, you don't want to think it, it, it thinks you're eager, you know? Here's another sign that they say is a is a clue that you're arguing with a bot. They fall for a non-sequitur trap. So if you think you're trying to... If you're talking to a bot, try dropping a non-sequitur. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. How's your family? I'm depressed. A bot will <laughs> just try to take it back on topic or give a generic message like... Sorry, I don't understand. And then you realize... Like, does not compute emotions? Do not compute. (sighs) There's a story about the first band that is going to play from the edge of space. Is it really a band? I don't know. Or a DJ. I mean, I definitely... I feel like it's a DJ. It's a group of DJs. There's two of them because one couldn't get the job done. Wait, is it just two people? Actually, I don't know. Uh, if you haven't figured out by the clues, the chain smokers are going to perform on the edge of space. And it's, it's scheduled duo, for yes. 2024. Two An guys. electronic duo. Let's hear a little bit of the chain smokers. Oh, no, it's these holes. <laughs> are they the ones who did the. Uh, first, I'm going to take a selfie. Were I they the so, ones who yeah. did the selfie song? Hmm. Let me take a selfie. It is Chainsmokers. Um, but first, let, let me, me take, take a, a selfie. selfie. 
The Chainsmokers are going to be the first musicians to perform <laughs> from the edge of space. The headline I saw was like, the Chainsmokers finally do us all a favor and get launched into <laughs> <Yeah>. space. <laughs> We've been asking for this a long time. Is there not room for Nickelback on board? Hey, Nickelback is great. I know. I know. It's a cheap shot. In 2024, a private company called Worldview will send them into the stratosphere about 23 miles above Earth. The reason I pause there, Worldview is there's this dumb show on, I don't know, it's Discovery or something that I watch where it's like satellite images and really weird images and it's always the Worldview satellite that they're talking about. And they try and figure out what is this we're seeing from this satellite photo? And I don't remember what the show is. And it's just set to automatically record. And I sit there and I and I watch every one of them. Um, so space begins at about 62 miles up. They're going to go 23 miles above the Earth into the stratosphere. The Worldview CEO asked them to take part in one of the first flights because his son is a fan. Tell me the son oh isn't God. like 35, 35 years old. Man. living in a basement. Good God. Tell me the son's a, t- He's a 20 one year of those old. guys that always posts on Instagram. Big things are coming. A Worldview flight cost $50,000, which is far less than the Jeff Bezos Blue Origin flight, which cost $28 million. But you're not exactly going into space. Passengers are sent in a pressurized capsule connected to a balloon. So really, they're they're going to be performing probably, let me take a selfie, in a, in a very high altitude balloon. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you saw from oh. No, put the selfie. What? Put the selfie song. I don't have the selfie song, man. Let me take a selfie. Let me take a selfie. Um, I think, and since this isn't scheduled for 2024, I think somebody could totally beat him to it and actually go to space. And send somebody else like Calvin Harris instead. Yeah. Wait, he's great. Oh, yeah, he is great. Uh, they're not even going to space. <laughs> they're not passing the Carmen line. Do you listen Did to you these hear stories? <laughs> Space begins about 62 miles above the, the surface. They're going to go up. I just wanted 23. to put an exclamation point on you it. You just wanted to yeah. let <laughs> listeners know that yeah. you know what the Carmen line yeah. is. What if... Okay. So imagine, up, imagine a Star Trek scenario <laughs> where there's a, a galactic alliance of alien civilizations uh-huh. and cultures. All right. And in Star Trek, what they do is they look for... Uh, the sign of a warp drive, meaning, oh, this species has discovered warp technology. They can go faster than the speed yeah, of light. Right, and that's when you receive uh, oh ambassadors goodness. from Vulcan and the... Okay, you remember all this. Yes. from Cochran, the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Oh <my> <laughs> Star Trek, first contact. Right, yes. he was the farmer from Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> okay. What if, oh my God, these instead of a warp drive, what the cultures actually judge every civilization on is their first band to play in from space. space, and then 
they judge us based on that. <laughs> they hear. Do we but re- first, let me take a selfie. <laughs> Is that who we want representing That's us? That's who's going to represent us. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The Earthlings have finally put their music in space. Let's tune in. And all they hear is like, mm. All the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you saw from your roommate back in Boulder. We ain't ever getting older. Ah, uh, yes. They are ready. Best case scenario, they quarantine us and we never get to meet any of our neighbors <laughs> that's best case scenario worst case scenario they destroy us <laughs> we're done for yeah have you heard uh that dr fauci has said that he's gonna retire before biden's term is over oh your move biden <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fauci's been working in that position since Ronald Reagan was president. He was one of the first health experts that really took the initiative on dealing with the AIDS crisis. So, you know, think about it. 40 years that Dr. Fauci has been not just with the agency, but in that top position. He's been there since Reagan was president. And he says that... Look, he probably gets tired of all the crap people say. His family gets threats. I mean, people have really turned Dr. Fauci, who should be a national hero. I mean, we should have statues of the guy up. Uh, and people have turned him into this arch villain. So I, I don't blame the guy for having an eye toward retirement. Hi, it's Dr. Fauci. Are you like me? Are you going to retire? Then come live at Fauci Pines Retirement Village, the only retirement community where I run the show. There's only one catch. You gotta wear a mask. We've got shuffleboard, and you have to wear a mask while you play shuffleboard. We've got bingo night. Guess what? Mask up for bingo. Just listen to this happy Fauci Pines resident. Well, he sure does do a lot of yelling. Where's your mask? Huh? Oh, well, last week you said we didn't have to wear masks anymore. Well, I changed my mind again. Mask up. I just want to go to the early bird special. Wear a mask while you go to the early bird. And wear it while you're eating. Find a way to do that. Why am I here? So what are you waiting for? Come to Fauci Pines Retirement Village. Hurry. Get here soon. Hide here safely from the COVID and the monkeypox. See you soon. The Buzz Adams Morning Show. You can let us know what's happening by calling the Buzz Adams Morning Show when we're live, uh, which is weekdays 6 to 10 a.m. And that number is 910-4995. 915-910-4995. We've got some uh, neckline calls that I'm going to have to kind of set up. Nico said something pretty dumb yesterday. A lot of people from from the Midland, Odessa area are calling to tell him that he's that he's dumb. I mean, the El Paso Times today has a story about a man who was seriously hurt. He was pinned by an SUV following a fight over a parking space at Bassett. I did hear about that. Bassett's not even a, one of the mall where you have trouble parking. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, Silla Vista is the one where you sometimes are just better off. You know what I mean? Instead of just cruising around looking for mm-hmm. a spot close to where you're going, you I just, just fight usually somebody. Go, I just usually go down to the 
to the east part, you know, on the end where Macy's is and just go and park. Because I always figure the walk's not going to kill me. If anything, it's probably going to be a little good for me. But uh, a man was seriously injured when he was struck and pinned by an SUV following a fight over a parking space at Bassett Place Mall. Oh, so he was pinned on purpose. So let me tell you what happened. You've got the two men. Saul Signs is the 37-year-old. And he got in the argument with Luis Hernandez, who's 40. They exchanged words over a parking spot near the mall's Target store. They say that Signs... That's going to be hard to... Signs, who's the 37-year-old, appeared to be the instigator, according to defense and prosecution lawyers. Uh, This was on an online teleconference. Maya Quevedo of the public defender's office said, it just seems like it's one huge misunderstanding. The encounter started after both drivers went for the same parking spot. Witnesses told police that Hernandez gestured for signs to go ahead and park. Yeah, but he might have done, you know, how did he do it? Signs then got out of his vehicle and approached Hernandez. So what they're saying is the one guy told him, go ahead, you can park there. The other guy took offense to... Whatever gesture he Yeah, whatever. They both got out of their vehicles and got into a confrontation. Signs ran toward his Ford Explorer. Hernandez got into his Honda CRV. Went in reverse, crashed into a parked Nissan Titan, and then drove forward into Signs, pinning him between the CRV and the Explorer. Uh, this the, there were serious injuries as a result of this. Yeah, that is a huge overreaction. Hernandez claims he didn't know what Signs was doing and thought that he could have been going to his vehicle to get a gun. Oh boy! Oh my God! Even when there's no gun involved, it's a gun-related incident, <laughs> right? I thought he could have been going to get a gun, so I had to pin him against another car with my car. Signs was taken to a hospital with serious injuries. And Hernandez, that's the 40-year-old, was arrested on charges of aggravated assault causing serious bodily injury. Signs suffered a broken leg, severe blood loss, and damage to an artery. Assistant DA Danica Carmen said a verbal argument ended in violence with somebody possibly losing their leg. Ugh, so it sounds like the guy who got pinned might might lose his leg. Ugh. Hernandez is being held in El Paso County Jail downtown on a $75,000 bond. Are you a person that will drive around to find a, a, a parking spot that's little closer to where you want to go into the store or are you a person that'll just kind of head out to where you start seeing open spaces if i'm by myself i don't care so I'll, yeah i'll park wherever but you know when you're with somebody you don't want them to have to walk as much so yeah but if it's really crowded and also i'm usually driving my truck and you know 
If I'm driving my little car, the the T Bird, mm-hmm. you can zip into smaller spots. But when I'm in my truck or even my my big car, I just hey, I'll just go to where I have an open spot on either side of me. Again, ask yourself: is a little is a little walk gonna kill you? To some people, yeah. Well, you're going into a mall. You're going to be walking. Oh, yeah. Then you shouldn't worry too much. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You're going to be walking a lot. And if you want to think, oh, it's inconvenient for me to park, what, 30 feet, 30 more feet away. How inconvenient is it to get in a fight in a parking lot where where you end up in jail because you pin the other guy again? You know what I mean? It's not worth very inconvenient. That that sounds way more inconvenient. Yeah, when I when I think about people in these situations, and I'm thinking about how they weigh, is this worth it or not? Right. Is it worth it for me to get a fight over a parking spot? No, probably not. It would probably be a lot easier. And this goes back to my path of least resistance. This is my guiding principle in life. Life. When possible, take the path of least resistance. And the path of least resistance would be, I'll park a little further away. You know what, that's true. I've never seen you get road rage. Like, I've never seen you kind of, like, cuss out somebody on the road or... I've never seen you get road rage, for yeah, that I don't. matter. I don't. Have you ever ridden with somebody who's... All the time. Like, right. And, like, the, even if people just doing normal things, but slowly, they'll it, be like, come on! It stresses me out so much to be riding around with somebody who gets stressed You're out. taking the turn too slow! Right, right. It's like, Whoa. It's like, you know, that could be a crazy person who does have a gun. You know, all these things occur to me. So, uh, Joanna, I would have set up, because we got a lot of calls about this. Ugh. Yesterday, we, and I'm not going to have time to play the calls before mm-hmm. we have to do the commercial break. Right. Yesterday, we did the after buzz. Uh-huh. Tuesdays and Thursdays are the after buzz. And we kind of sit around and talk about it. We were doing that that uh, emotional age quiz that I gave you oh, right. last week. Uh-huh. And I think it gotten to the question, like 30 or 40 questions, but one of them was... You'd prefer to live in the countryside or a big city. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing that. We were like, you know, uh, for people who live in New York or L.A. or London, well, let's just keep it in the United States. New York, Chicago, L.A., they all, Dallas, they think of El Paso as being the country. The country. Right. El Paso's country. Yeah. Like I mean, small. And, and think about it. If I think of Hobbs, New Mexico, I think of, oh, somebody lives, they're rural. Mm-hmm. People in Hobbs think of, no, I live in the city. Yeah. Seminole, now that's out in the country. <laughs> you know? Okay. So Brown, I, I Brownfield, had, that's out in the sticks. I had an analogy for Buzz about the same thing where I worked at a county hospital uh, out in the country. In Texas, West Texas. And, and he specified that it was Odessa, and he said the people in Odessa... Midland, Odessa, yes. ...thought of El Paso as the big city, and they would drive because we have a Walmart and they don't. And I told him that he was a moron, that he thought Odessa doesn't have a Walmart. Okay. O- Odessa probably has multiple Walmarts. And now that's what all the people from Odessa are calling in about. Okay, so in my defense... All right. Yep. You know what? Yeah, People are going to have to... You need to wait. Yeah. We need to hear the complaints. 
and then you offer your defense, okay? <laughs> yeah. I have a really totally. good defense, but, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it boils down to you admitting that you are kind of an idiot. Well, I've never shied away from that, okay. but... <laughs> All right, so... I confused a couple Nico cities. Was saying, you know, we used to have to go out and uh, we'd work in Odessa, and those people, think they're like, oh, you're from the big city, yeah, we go out to Walmart so we can do our shopping. <laughs> People from Odessa are letting Nico have it. They are <laughs> livid. They are livid so right now. Can't wait. This. We're going to hear this when we come back. And more of the Buzz Adams Morning shows on the way right after this. Hey, everybody. It's Buzz and the KLA. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo on the corner of Dyer and Monroe. You can find them on social media. Also, they're just moments away from Ford Bliss. Also, PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Okay, so Nico said on the After Buzz yesterday that he used to uh, go and do work in Odessa and that people there were always so impressed or just like, ooh, you're from the big city because... <laughs> ooh, the big city. Because, and this is the thing that everybody latched on to. By the way, uh-huh. thank you to all our listeners in the Midland Odessa area. Yes, seriously. <laughs> <clears throat> they latched on to the thing where Nico said, oh yeah, those people have to drive all the way into El Paso just to go to our Walmart. <gasps> Do they really? No, I, mean, I, told, him, I told him he's he's absolutely insane. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here we go. Here are some of the calls that we've gotten from our very faithful listeners in Midland. I mean, they'd have to be. We haven't been on in Midland Odessa <laughs> for like three years now. But uh. Nico, Odessa has two Walmart. Oh. Midland has two Walmart, totaling four Walmart. In the area, what I don't know what you're talking about. Well, who drives to El Paso for stores that we Odessa Midland? Yeah, he's, and this is what I told you yesterday on the thing. Doesn't ha- I have never heard of anyone driving all the way to El Paso? And I kept telling you it's 300 miles. Do you remember me saying that it's 300 oh, miles? Yeah, people do it. No, that's what you said. You gotta go listen to this after buzz if, for nothing else. Just for a store, maybe for like a concert event, or because they're from there and they're going back to see their family. Like, what are you talking about, Nico? Uh, here's another one. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Nico, you ignorant slut. <laughs> of course, we have a Walmart in Odessa, and if we did it. Why would we drive 300 miles to El Paso for groceries? <laughs> we would still have an Albertsons, a Lowe's Grocery, a Save-A-Lot, Market Street. El Paso doesn't even have an H-E-B. We can go to H-E-B. And y'all call, and y'all call soft tacos, burritos over there like a bunch of psychopaths. Get an H-E-B. Okie dokie. So apparently Odessa you has an... <laughs> apparently Jane, you ignorant has, an H-E-B, wow. which is something that people I hear all the time. Oh, man, if we only had an H-E-B. Yeah. That's top of the list that El Paso doesn't have. Uh, Any more? Yeah, there are a few more. <laughs> oh, man. There's another one. Hey, Nico, 
You know what Odessa has that El Paso doesn't? What? That I bet you wish you could travel over here to experience? An H-E-B. Damn. Suck on that. Suck on my H-E-B. That hurt. Okay. That one hurt. So Nico's excuse is just reveals such an elitist mindset. So what's your excuse? Why were you telling us? Why do you call it an excuse? It's, It's a reason. All right. I... Got very confused. The last so when I worked at <laughs> when I worked at this hospital was about fourteen years ago. It was Culberson Hospital in Van Horn, Texas, not Midland, Odessa, Texas. In, in Nico's mind, oh Van Horn, Texas, yeah, you know, right by Sierra Blanca. It's about five thousand people. They don't have a Walmart. The Midland, Odessa area, which is a combined metro, is over four hundred thousand. Yeah, like you, the same thing. Yeah, a town with 5,000 people and a town with 400,000 people in your mind. You got them confused somehow. <laughs> I'm sorry. But people did go. <laughs> so dumb. And, and people did go, um, we, like, if we live in Van Horn, we, we got to go to El Paso. It's the big city to get our well, they, stuff. They, I, I can believe that Van <laughs> that Horn probably doesn't have a Walmart. Yeah, yeah. that's and, what I was talking about the whole time. It's it's eighty miles. It's eighty, not three hundred. Well, nobody would drive three hundred miles. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's what Buzz was telling I you. Know. And I'm telling him this, and he oh won't God. budge on it. No, Nico, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Well, Please isolate that for me. Thank you. <clears throat> I admit my folly. <laughs> and I take my lumps. <laughs> Nico, <laughs> you ignorant slut. <laughs> and when was it that you realized, oh, I was thinking about Van Horn. <laughs> this morning when I came in <laughs> and Buzz played the first call. And how do they have so many Walmarts? I don't remember seeing any. And then I was like, oh, it was Van Horn. <laughs> Van Horn is totally within our coverage area. As in, they could tune oh in and hear KLAQ God. as easily as somebody a block away from the radio could station. They, I remember yeah, driving there. In, always no, it took like in, an hour, at it, least. It's pretty long haul. It's like an hour and a half. I yeah. think you have to go through the checkpoint. You do. But then right on the other side of the checkpoint, the Sierra Blanca checkpoint, mm-hmm. it's not very long until you get to Van Horn. After that, that's also where Blue Origins is. Jeff Bezos is uh, <laughs> space stuff. Wow! Look who knows all the well. They were building differences between Van Horn and Odessa. They were building. Well, it, it's all flooding back. My memory has not been great in the past nine years. I'd say, Joanna, you, but both of you have lived all your life in in El Paso, right? See, yes. <laughs> do you consider yourself a city person or country person? I guess city. Right. What country do I have around me? I can ride a horse with the best of them. Do you consider? Okay, let me put it another way. Do you consider yourself a big city or a small town person? Small town. You consider your upbringing a small town? Yeah. See, I grew up in a town. I think our population was twelve thousand. My graduating class maybe had a hundred and ten. Oh, to me, this is a, a huge area. Yeah. <laughs> right, El Paso is huge. I live in the city. I can go see a movie whenever I want to without driving 50 miles. Oh, okay. You know El Paso is mean? close to... Give me the criteria for a big city. <clears throat> um, a freeway? Uh, well, they Walmart. need to have a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. A freeway? <laughs> you know, I do a lot of driving in West Texas and through these towns, and I used to have kind of a... 
a guide to if a town has 5,000 people, they've definitely got, um, let me think, it's, it's been a while since I used to keep track of this. See? You don't remember things? No, no, when they got 5,000, they're definitely going to have an all-subs. If it's in... Other than in El Paso. South we don't Texas, have we don't have all-subs, but you do in New Mexico. If it's got 5,000 people, it's got an all-subs. If it's got 10,000 people, it's got an all-subs, but it's also got a DQ. Also, at around 10,000, that's when you're seeing a McDonald's. There are some of these cities that only have 1,000 people that don't have... they. If you have 1,000 people, there's a good chance you have either a family dollar or oh, yeah, a You store. definitely have a family right. dollar. But, but that's probably the biggest employer in town. El Paso <laughs> is a huge city. That's it's, not true. Some of these little towns have, like, peanut packing, you know, facilities. They usually have a, an industry or... Some of these, all their industries shut down, and they're they're essentially ghost towns. You know. Yeah, but you, might, you were making fun of me because I thought of Van Horn and Midland, Odessa as being in the same category. But you, we were just talking about how people from New York probably think El Paso and Van Horn are the same thing. I think people. I think they think Texas is all. No, no I think they think everything in between Los Angeles and New York City is Small just doesn't matter. Well, yeah. it's that flyover mentality. Oh. Yeah. That's fly, you know when have you ever heard that term? It's flyover fly over country. Yeah. yeah, you fly over it when you're going from LA to New York. Yeah, maybe maybe they give Chicago credit for being an actual city, but they probably really think of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> they probably think of Dallas. That's flyover country. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's all relative. Yeah, but you're still an idiot. <laughs> no, that's relative. It's one thing. I am to, it's relatively mis- an idiot. It's one thing to be mistaken, but it's another thing to stick to your guns, even uh, when somebody's telling you. It's the Trump way. It's Again, the what? It's the, the Trump thing way. That I like about Nico, he just sticks to yeah. it. I wasn't stick- confident when I when I remembered. I definitely was like, mm. oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was Van Horn. That was Van Horn. Yeah, on the Walmart topic in Milan, Odessa, um, something that people didn't pick up. Is that uh, Buzz? Uh, yesterday you were only half right. Middle Odessa does have a Walmart, but you also mentioned that Monahan. Even uh, you said even Monahan's has a Walmart. That's not true. Monahan's does not have a Walmart. I just assumed it's not like I ever stopped in Monahan's. <laughs> I assumed Pecos. I would assume has a Walmart. I really well, you okay. Just assume Walmart's are everywhere. Really well. You usually need. Maybe eight thousand is about the hey, range Buzz. where you start getting into having a Walmart. Hey, Buzz! Ignorance recognizes ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> lack of game recognizes lack of game. <laughs> uh, the only towns between El Paso and Odessa, Milan, that have a Walmart is Pecos and yep. Fort Stockton, and the one in Pecos is still stuck in the eighties. So, yeah, uh, Fort Stockton has a, a super center. So, yeah, you were half right yesterday, Buzz. Interesting. Thanks. Did you also notice how he said Pecos? It's Pecos. Say it, play it again. It's, it's, uh, it's how they say it there. They don't say it like Pecos. Are you sure? Yeah, say it, play it again. How do they say it? Pecos. What? Is Pecos. that what he's saying, Pecos? Uh, the only towns between El Paso and Odessa, Milan, they have a Walmart is Pecos and Fort Stockton. Pecos. Pecos. And you're saying he's right? No, well, I'm, in Spanish, you say Pecos. Pecos. But that in Pecos, Pecos, they say, what? Yeah, you would call it Pecos. A lot of the Spanish pronunciation goes right out the window as soon as you leave the 915 area code. They say Amarillo. It's Amarillo. 
They call it Amarillo, all right. Amarillo. 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 Morning. Austin is one. They'll get Guadalupe. You when they tell you to yeah. go to Guadalupe Street, and if you're from El Paso, you're like, what? You mean What's Guadalupe? That one that's like Bayer? B-E-X-R-A-R. Bexar. Bexar. Yeah. Bexar. Is, is Bayer County. Yeah, they get mad if you call it Bexar. Yeah, no, is that a Spanish word? It, como, no. No. Right, I think it's just named after Bexar. Uh, yeah, but it's, you know, it's kind of relative. You think of a big town as a town that's bigger than the one that you grew up in usually, right? Uh, my my, grand, my great-grandparents grew up in Fort Hancock. I mean, that's where we would go visit them every every weekend and stuff. And that seemed like it was forever away. Well, wasn't that the one that uh, the last caller said has a super Walmart? Fort Hancock? I thought that's what he said. Fort Hancock's like... Uh, the only towns between El Paso and Odessa, Milan, that have a Walmart is Pecos and Fort Stockton. Fort Stockton. Fort Stockton. Uh, Fort Stockton's Fort the one Stockton. we always we get gas in when we when we stop. When by. you're going to like the valley, or Fort whatever. Hancock is right by Socorro. I mean, past Socorro by Fabens. You know, man, I can tell you the name of every little town that you go through on almost every route there is, going from. My mom's home in... When you start in Okmulgee. In Okmulgee, right. Uh, all right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, Nico, this is the person we entrust to bring you the top headlines of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Nico's got news coming. Uh-huh, he does. You want to you preview what we have coming up? Sure. Elon Musk's dad may cash in on his sperm quality. I'll have the details oh, next in news. I love the morning show. Buzz Adams in the world. Yeah. It begins. Time for our top stories of the day. News headlines with Nico and Jimmy. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. He sired the world's richest man, and now Errol Musk says his sperm is in demand. After sharing that he had a second secret love child with his own stepdaughter, okay, we, the elder we, Musk is thinking about sharing more of his seed with the world. Apparently, because Elon Musk is so successful, people and companies are knocking on Errol's door with insane offers for his sperm. The Musk patriarch explains, I've got a company who wants me to donate sperm to impregnate high-class women. They say, why go to Elon when they can go to the actual person who created Elon? He says the company is offering world-class accommodations and treatment for the donation. We got to get back to the stepdaughter thing for a second because I saw this headline and it's Elon Musk's dad, 76-year-old Errol, confirmed this week that he had a second child with 34-year-olds? Uh, yes. And he was married to this... The Okay, this is really convoluted. Uh, his stepdaughter is Jana Bezudenhut. Because it's South Africa, and they've all got ridiculous Ooh, names. So this is Elon Musk's father, his dad. He married this woman's mother... When Jana Jana was four years old, so it's not like oh she was already not that I think that would have made any difference, but he was a fa- a parental figure in her life from the time she was four, four to 
And you, you asked me yesterday, is this like in Woody Allen territory? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely in Woody Allen This is territory. a stepfather who eventually married, had sexual relations, and a child. With two now. Two children with this, this now woman that he basically raised since the age of four. That is so gross. There is something, <clears throat> I guess... There's nothing illegal the same way you get there's not nothing technically. technically illegal about Woody. Although they you is know Is it wrong? Yes. Yeah, is, is it, it wrong? I think most no. people would agree that it's wrong. This is very yeah. wrong. Joanna, there's a 41 year age difference between them. Ugh, those musks, man. Those musks. Uh so anyway, now he's like, "Hey, you want to have a genius baby?" You gotta. Why? I wonder if he's making the case, and I need to do it the old-fashioned way. (laughs) We're going to bring back none of these tests. None of these test tubes. Mm -mm. We're going old-fashioned, biblical. We're going prima nocta style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine a lot of people right now are like Elon Musk. I want Elon Musk's. You know, I want genius baby. Is he hot? Ew. No. Oh, I mean, he's, he's, he's almost yeah, he's 80 years old. He, but he was a good-looking dude. Look at his daughter. I'm sorry, wife. <laughs> okay, so the the, Look chil- at his daughter, the children that he has with with his step I want to say former stepdaughter, but uh she is their mother, but also their half sister. Mhm. Gross. Gross. I, I don't even know what else to Icky. That gene pool is more of a puddle, guys. <laughs> good one. That yes, was a good one. Yes, yes. All right. As you may have heard, Europe is baking. And in fact, the hottest temperatures ever were recorded in London yesterday. It's not much different here, though. With temps of 90 degrees overnight in Texas, more than 100 million Americans continue to face extreme heat today and will through, and will through the rest of the week. In fact, alerts are stretching from California to Massachusetts. How impressive is what's happening, though? More than half of the country is seeing temperatures in excess of 90 degrees, with many areas likely to set records. Unfortunately, the dangerous heat is expected to hang over the Midwest, and temperatures will continue to rise as it moves east. There is, however, a little relief in sight over the next week. The House has passed the Respect for Marriage Act to codify same-sex marriage into law nationwide. This after the Supreme Court's overturning of the historic Roe v. Wade abortion ruling last month. And Justice Clarence Thomas signaled those rights would be next on the list to overturn. The bill actually passed in bipartisan fashion with 47 Republicans crossing the aisle to support the bill for a final of 267 to 157. Now the legislation will go to the Senate where it requires at least 10 Republican votes to pass. But will it? Let me ask you, stop the story here, because I know this, the Senate side of things. Does it surprise you that 47 Republicans in Congress were willing to sign on for gay marriage? That, yeah, we'll, we'll vote for this to make gay marriage legal. In 2022, I mean, it is legal I mean, now, but because of a Supreme th- Court ruling, they want to codify it. Well, just so, the, are you surprised that forty-seven Republicans in twenty twenty-two? I mean, not really. I know there's log cabin Republicans. I mean, there's a huge segment of Republicans that were supporting uh, that were gay Republicans supporting Donald it, Trump. It was, um, you know, what? It's not that long ago that even who you would think of as progressive figures like Obama, uh, he was against gay marriage at first. Yeah. 
a, a lot uh, a lot of people and back then it was phrased as okay so the thing that would keep gay people from ever getting married was called the defense of marriage act doma that never passed but now in a shockingly short amount of time when you think about it so they're calling this bill that would make it a law yes gay people can be married what are they calling that they are calling it the respect yeah, for marriage. Right. So we went from defensive marriage, meaning gays should not be able to get married, which, you know, a lot of Democrats agreed with that, to respect for marriage means, oh, that means gay people can get married. I, I just, it's happened pretty, and there were all kinds of dire predictions of what would happen. It's not going to be long before a man can marry multiple wives. And what's to keep a man from saying he wants to marry his horse or a dog? None of that's happened. It's like the, once they once the Supreme Court made this ruling, it seemed like, oh, why was this such a big deal? And it was. I can't tell you what a big deal it was in the 90s on through the 2000s. Doma, you mean? Well, just gay marriage in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a very, very divisive issue. And it used to be, you know, you would be hard-pressed to find people who would support it. If you go back a little further, early 90s, Oh, I can't that you were, like you were crazy if you're saying a man should be allowed to marry a man. I think I think if you don't feel like that, you're crazy now. Yeah. I feel like that's okay, how people are looking so, at. How does it look like it's going to shape up in the All Senate? Right. Are they got, they need ten Republicans? They do in the Senate in order for this to pass and be made a law. Yays are two hundred and sixty-seven, and the nays are one hundred and fifty-seven. The bill is passed in the House. Yes, you're right, but in the Senate. They only need at least 10 Republican votes. But Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell declined to say how he would vote if the legislation came up for a vote. Several other GOP senators say they're on the fence taking a we'll-wait-and-see-what's-in-the-bill approach. A top lawmaker in Wisconsin says former President Donald Trump called him last week and encouraged him to decertify President Biden's victory in the state 20 months ago. Wait, wait, wait. He called him... Last week? Yep. Still trying to get this thing decertified. Yep. State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss said yesterday that Donald Trump called him a few days after the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that absentee ballot drop boxes are illegal. Voss said he told Trump that overturning a two-year-old election is not allowed under Wisconsin's Constitution. Voss said the July 10th court ruling on ballot drop boxes affects the law moving forward and can't be applied retroactively. Trump apparently didn't like the answer from Voss, so he sent out a truth social post about it and shading Voss. Called him a rhino, I'll bet, probably. Do you want to hear Donald Trump's? Yeah. Okay. Do the voice. Looks like Speaker Robin Voss, a longtime professional rhino, always looking to guard his left flank, will be doing nothing about the amazing Wisconsin Supreme Court decision stating loud and clear that the impossible-to-control ballot unlock boxes in the state are illegal. What a waste of a brilliant and courageous decision by Wisconsin's highest court. The Democrats would like to sincerely thank Robin and all his fellow rhinos for letting them get away with murder. A murder? and stolen election. Murder? Murder. 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 
I love how you have to do the hand gestures as well. All right. <laughs> so I, I, I guess what I'm piecing together here when you try and figure out what Trump is on about is the Wisconsin Supreme Court must have ruled that going forward... Ballot drop boxes ballot are illegal. drop boxes. Which are, you know... Or absentee? No. These are the drop boxes so that they're, they're placed around your city or whatever, and you fill out your ballot, and then you just drop it off. It's for this people is not... Are, laws don't work retroactively like that. Right. R- Supreme Court rulings on any level don't work retroactively like that. Right. And... This guy is tenacious. I will give him that. Yeah. Tenacious D, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> Recycler, Jonah. That was pretty good. Tenacious Don. Now, don't use any Trump stuff for the recycler. There's still a lot of people that have, I still think you're like I very prickly the about recycler that. for today. Thank uh, you. All right. Group effort. Capitol Police have confirmed that a number of Democratic lawmakers were arrested at an abortion rights rally outside the Capitol yesterday. Those taken into custody by police included Congresswomen Ilhan Omar, Veronica Escobar, Ayanna Presley, Jackie Speer, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. In all, a total of 16 lawmakers were arrested. The demonstration comes more than three weeks after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and ended federally protected access to abortion. Representative Speer and Escobar later tweeted they were proud to protest alongside their Democratic colleagues. On a related note, in the wake of Roe v. Wade's overturning, health facilities across the country are seeing a dramatic rise in requests for information about sterilization. Michelle Muldrow in San Antonio said the number of women coming into her practice requesting sterilization is unprecedented. Just just sterilize me. Yeah. Just take it all out. I've had more consultations for sterilizations in volume per patient load than I've ever seen in my career, she tells the Los Angeles Times. Muldrow notes that while she used to see a couple of patients for sterilization every now and then, she's now seeing them daily. Uh, Veronica Escobar posted on her Instagram yesterday, Today my colleagues and I made hashtag good trouble. And then has a statement. She says, as part of it, my arrest today for civil disobedience was a small act in the centuries-long battle to ensure every woman has the freedom to make personal decisions. I think what they were arrested for was obstructing traffic. Weren't you saying that people are comparing them to the January 6th rioters? I think there are probably a lot of people, and I i mean, I didn't tune over to, to Hannity and Tucker, but I'm sure that what they're can like, they protest? right, now we see the double standard. It's like, mm, well, they did get arrested. It's called civil disobedience, <laughs> not uncivil disobedience. A 10-year-old girl who was killed in the Ovalde school shooting is getting her Google Doodle shown thanks to Google. Alethea Ramirez submitted a drawing to the 2022 Doodle for Google contest, which allows children to create a Google Doodle in exchange for cash prizes. In March, Alethea entered a drawing of a girl on a sofa with a dog, and the word Google spelled out in art on the wall behind her. In May, she was one of the 19 students who died in the Texas mass shooting. The Doodle for Google website now has a special in-memoriam page showing the artwork of Alethea. The page dedication says, In memoriam 2022 Doodle for Google contestant Alethea Haven Ramirez, 10 years old. And below the girl's photo, it reads, And all the victims of the, U- of the Uvalde, Texas tragedy. Speaking of the Uvalde tragedy... Pete Arredondo, the embattled chief of Uvalde, Texas School District, could be out of a job before the weekend is over. And that would be just fine with the parents there. As we told you earlier this week, families of the children killed and the survivors have been demanding it. 
But now, CNN is reporting that a source close to discussions about Chief Arredondo's fate said school district officials are expected to fire Arredondo when they meet on Saturday. Arredondo has been under relentless criticism since the May 24th mass shooting that killed 19 students and two teachers at Robb Elementary School because of his absolute neglect of duty and not directing officers in time to stop the gunman for more than 70 minutes. Every time they show footage of him, you know, when there's a new story, they show him, you know, getting out to go into his job or whatever. And he really doesn't show signs that it's getting to him. I mean, if yeah. I'd been, I would, I, we I, I, would about have trouble we would put showing, our heads. I would have trouble showing my face in my community right. if I were in his situation. But we were just, I was saying we put our heads in the sand. I mean, we would try and earn like, be so embarrassed that you'd be. I'd leave, I'd leave my town. Well, I mean, you know, it, that might make so you look, public and everybody knows, you know, your inaction. I, I, it would just be really be hard. I think for a lot of people to like, like we say, show your face. Right. Absolutely. But it might make you look more guilty at the same time doing something like that. Just leaving the city where it happened, you know? I mean, just knowing that everywhere you go, when people see you, everybody knows who you are. Everybody knows these criticisms. Everybody, you know, I think it would be easy to just, you know what? We're moving out of, we're moving out of Mm -hmm. here. Why doesn't he, I wonder? Well, probably because there's still like a investigation. Yeah. Prosecutors in Georgia may be closing in on former President Donald Trump. Court documents filed yesterday show all 16 fake electors who signed an unofficial electoral certificate in an attempt to subvert the Electoral College have been notified they are being subpoenaed. The move could indicate the Atlanta area prosecutors are closer to filing criminal charges against those involved in the plan. The Fulton County District Attorney notified lawyers of the 16 individuals that their status change from witnesses to targets was due to the new evidence. Georgia Republican Party Chairman David Schaefer is among those considered targets in the grand jury investigation. And now 11 of the 16 fake electors are pushing back against the subpoenas, saying they're unreasonable and oppressive. Georgia State Senator Burt Jones is also calling for the court to disqualify Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis from being a legal advisor in the case. The only way that would happen, though, is if there's any conflict of interest. And Willis's office says none has been proven by Jones. The DOJ is carefully watching developments. A Canadian woman is livid that a call to 911 ended in her getting dangerous advice. Angela Chambers woke up early Monday morning to the sound of her dogs barking. When she went to check on the commotion, Chambers found an intruder sleeping on her couch. She went back upstairs where she and her roommate barricaded themselves in a room and then promptly called 911. After she called 911, she notes the dispatcher said, The police are really busy right now. Would you mind going downstairs and waking him up yourselves? Oh, my God. Obviously, Chambers and the roommate didn't do that, and police came 20 minutes later. It took four officers to get the aggressive man out of the house. Now the dispatcher's request... Also, the dude was a great, could have been dangerous. Right. Now the dispatcher's request to approach the intruder is being looked at by the police department. There's good news and bad news if you bought a ticket for last night's Mega Million drawing. The bad news, you didn't win. You can check the numbers were 2, 31, 32, 37, 70, plus the gold Mega Ball 25. Now... 
the good news. <laughs> you still can. And the win and when the numbers are drawn on Friday, you could win at least $630 million. Of course, it would be about $360 million after taxes, but that's not terrible either. In the meantime, there's a very happy somebody in Turlock, California. That's because someone bought a ticket with five of the numbers correct, and that will pocket them more than $600,000. So you don't even need all of them to win. You can win some of the money by getting five without the Powerball. Okay. Okay. But if I got four, nothing? Do I get like $20? I am, I am such a half, uh, the glass is half empty type of person. Yes, if I are. won, I would be pissed off because it's like, well, that just used up all my luck. Now I'm never going to win the <laughs> half a billion. Uh, or, right. I won the lotto. Uh. Yeah, but it was only 600000 <laughs> MIT and Canadian researchers have detected a mysterious radio signal from a distant galaxy. A radio telescope in Canada made the discovery in December 2019 when it detected what's known as fast radio bursts that last up to three seconds. Typical fast radio bursts, though, only last milliseconds. So the signal is eyebrow-raising. Researchers said that this particular fast radio burst also included bursts of radio waves in a clear periodic pattern. The origin of the radio signal? Uncertain. But the source is located in a galaxy several billion light years away from Earth. So a galaxy far, far far away. away. (laughs) And also, doesn't it take millions of years for that light to reach us? So it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The scientists hope to keep receiving the signals and figure out the rate that the universe is expanding through them. But... Who knows? If it's coming in in a clear pattern, maybe somebody's trying to tell us something. (laughs) And finally, knowing a lot about Harry Styles could get you an A at one Texas college. Texas State University's Honor College has added a course on Harry to its spring 2023 semester. It's called Harry Styles and the Cult of Celebrity, Identity, the Internet, and European Pop Culture, which will focus on the former One Direction star and the political development of the modern celebrity as related to questions of gender and sexuality, race, class, nation, and globalism, media, fashion, fan culture, internet culture, and consumerism. Where is this Texas State? Texas San Marcos? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a sign of the times, huh? Louis Dean Valencia, associate professor of digital history at Texas State, tells KXAN the class aims to show how the world has changed in the last 12 years or so, but also how to put that into historical context through the lens of Harry Styles and how they can learn from him and his art, activism, and philosophy, like any great artist. Harry Styles sounds like a class you would take at cosmetology school. Come back. That's a barber college. Today we're going to learn a bunch of different Harry styles. Did you walk away? Got the crew cut. That's probably the best joke I've ever heard Buzz make. (laughs) You guys are killing it. I have so many options for recycler. Registration for the class will open in the fall. And with the news, I'm Nico. You know how you get out of that class? Oh my God, how? You can't. You cut it. You cut class. No. Oh. You can only get in because there's only one direction. <laughs> Not as good, huh? Eh. Not nearly as good. Eh. Stop when you're ahead. Once you go to those heights, Buzz, it's hard to reach them you again. You touched the sun, though. <laughs> right. But then my wings melted. <laughs>
Thanks, Icarus. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to take a break. Let's get our late night roundup and highlights and funniest moments from late night television. Here we go. Gas prices in the U.S. hit a two month low, coming in just under $4.50. <laughs> That story again, gas prices are still high. It is hot. Not just here in the U.S., but there are record high temperatures all across the world. Seriously, it's so hot, people on TikTok were slapping each other with tortillas just for the breeze. Steven Spielberg recently directed his first music video using his smartphone, which is surprising because most people his age record concerts on their iPads. I read that over the next few months, Toys R Us will open inside every Macy's store across the country. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've combined a department store with a toy store, or as I like to call it, a Target. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Coming up on Saturday, KLEQ is going to be at Jiffy Lube for the grand opening of their new location at 1389 George Dieter, and we're going to have gas. Actually, Jiffy Lube is giving away gas. Um, I'll tell you more about that. KLEQ is going to have special edition vinyl of Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct. So get a vinyl copy of Metallica for coming by and saying hi. Check out the state-of-the-art facility. Plus, this weekend, the first 40 customers on both Friday and Saturday to purchase a Jiffy Signature Service oil change are going to receive a $50 Shell gas card. Get gas. I've really mastered that <laughs> that did. fart sound effect from the Scott Lehman commercials. <laughs> That's what he sounds like, too. When are they going to bring those back? <laughs> you can uh, rent out the Godfather house. Not the one in Tahoe, the one in New York. Oh. So the one for the first move. This actually oh, wow. sounds like a good deal. To me, there's a catch here. Um, you know the house where they're having the wedding at the beginning of Godfather, right, Joanna? Yeah. Wait, do you? Do you? No. You've never no. seen Godfather? I've seen clips of it. I, we've gone through this. I can't get through the Godfather. It's a little long. It's a slog. A little. No, no, it's not at all. It's, what are you talking about? It's like the it pinnacle of cinema. It upon, okay? It insists upon itself. It insists upon itself. Okay, so this is the, the Corleone estate from the Godfather is going up for rent on Airbnb. Uh, but there are a lot of rules. First... The house was only used for the exterior shots, but you could tell it's, a, you know, like all the all the feds were waiting outside and the paparazzi and Sonny runs them off. Oh, poor James Cunn passed away <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Didn't he it is in the, Staten Island. Didn't you play the lawyer? No, that was uh, Bobby Duvall. Okay. He played Sonny. Robert well, gets, Duvall! Sonny gets... Uh, God, have you not seen Godfather either? No, I have. I've read the book. Hey, I don't care about the book. I'm talking so about like the movie. The, movie. The, the book's just like the movie. It's the the book was a was a good book. The movie is the great one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, the the mansion is in Staten Island. It's only going to be offered once, and you 
part of the deal is you have to take it for a full month. What? From August 1st through the 31st. But listen to this. I wonder why. $50 a night. Oh. Or for the duration, $1,500. I defy you to find lodging. For a month? The, in, the, in the New York area, in any, any borough, for $1,500 for a month. Yeah, seriously. You're only supposed to have five people in the house total and no guests. Your chance to book the stay begins Wednesday, July 27th, a week from today. I mean, unless it's just falling down around itself. It looks nice. Right. $1,500 to stay in the Godfather Mansion for pool. a month? The pool is cool. Godfather Mansion. Imagine they're like, just, and you can only watch The Godfather while you're there. <laughs> you have an option. Well, five movies to choose from. One, two, three, four, five. There's five Godfather movies? I don't know. I just made that up. Buzz, are there five? There are three. Okay. <laughs> it feels like five. Yeah. You know what? Uh-huh. This is why people don't take your opinion seriously. Who's? Who? Anybody who says The Godfather is boring or not it's a good movie. It's so boring. It's a really good movie. Go. It's a good movie. But you like Thor Love and Thunder, right? Yeah. Mm. Those goats are great. <laughs> Did you hear that a crew member on the set of Law and Order Organized Crime was shot and killed on the job yesterday? Yes. Wait, what's the job? Because when you say on the job, was he a, like a police officer who was an extra or... Well, let me get into the story. I hadn't thought of it. I assume they meant on the set of Law and Order. Thirty-one-year-old Johnny Pizarro was on location in Brooklyn. Oh, wow, Nico! He was working security and parking enforcement for the shoot. Yeah, nobody says died on the job when you're referencing acting or something else. It's like pretty much a, a police officer thing. <laughs> God, I would say that lady who was. Filming the movie with Alec Baldwin died on the job. You wouldn't say it like that. She died on the job. She, I know technically she did, but you wouldn't say it like that. Except Why not? You she just died wouldn't. On the job. At about five fifteen in the morning, uh, he was sitting in his car when someone threw open the door and started shooting. He was pronounced dead on arrival at a nearby hospital. The ki- killer, at the last time the story was updated is still at large, and there's no word yet on the motive. On TV tonight, it's the 2022 ESPYs. This is a tradition the day after the Major League uh, Baseball All-Star Game. There are no Major League sports, not in the, the major. There's no basketball Tennis. Football. There's no, no, just the no, major you know, teams. No fencing. No, no, no. Shut up. Backgammon. No, there's some of that going on. I'm talking about <laughs> NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball's off, NHL's off. But Steph Curry hosts the 2022 ESPYs. That's tonight, and they're going to air it on ABC. Hey, it's ESPN's biggest night of the year. Be sure to check it out on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> well, does, does I think, because Disney owns ESPN now, right? I just assume. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that it, Disney's eventually going to own everything the world, they own yeah. already. Or on Fox, so you think you can dance. And the fifth season premiere of Gronish is airs tonight on Freeform. 
That was the spinoff of Blackish. Blackish. Mm-hmm. It's about the daughter. Wasn't it on the net? Wasn't it on the network for the first season or two? It's good question. It's Rainbow's Childhood. Oh, is that Rainbow's Childhood? Or I is believe it? that's that was mixed dish. Yes. Mixed it. Oh, oh well, what the hell is Grownish? Grownish is her is daughter. Spin off with the daughter. Yeah. She goes off to college, and they've already done five seasons of it. Yep, and yeah. now Junior is going to college. I had no idea. Well, Black Black no. went for nine seasons, Are, didn't it? Or is Anthony Anderson back? No, no, it's it's canceled. The whole show's canceled. Oh. That show's over. Yeah. So this is just basically the different world to Blackish's Cosby Show. Is that an eighties reference? Um, yes, correct. Okay. Ex- explain the reference, Joanna. A different world is the daughter, Vanessa. Lisa Bonet goes no, off to college. No, Lisa co- Bonet. What was Lisa Bonet's c- character called? Uh, Not Vanessa, right? Judy. What the hell was Lisa? Oh, my God. Marla. How can I remember Vanessa? Tina. Shanisha. Lisa Bonet. <laughs> Yolanda. Oh, God. What are you doing? freak leak Stop it. He's doing the freak <laughs> What the hell was name? How come they're Denise? not telling me? De- no. Yeah, maybe Denise. I think it was Denise. It's not giving me anything. Denise. We'll say Denise. This is the worst version of this ever. <laughs> okay, it's that. Yeah, yeah, okay. There you go. Do they have Something a bunch of wacky relate. side characters like... They do, yeah. Whitley and Kadeem Hardison? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. She's 54? Who, Lisa Bonet? Yeah, she looks great. Being with, a, being with Jason Momoa will keep really you Really takes young, the years off. Yeah. Uh, record high temperatures for two days in a row in London. So in the history of London, they got weather records going back to the 1600s that they kept every day. And they made notes about uh, exceptional wet weather going back to the time of the Romans. So... Just to think, in the history, Shakespeare never experienced a day as hot as what they've got in London. The Queen, in all her years, never seen a day as hot. That's a lot of years. Yeah. I'm starting to think there's something globally going on. Mm-hmm. Possibly a warming trend on a global level. Mm-hmm. I just wish scientists should really look into yeah, that. Yeah, I wish we they? knew what it was. And now, your United Kingdom forecast from the UK Weather Channel. Look for, oh dear, it's quite hot in the morning. Chance of blimey, this is very hot, isn't it, governor? 100%. Yelling out, oh heavens, it is so hot I can't even bring myself to drink my hourly cup of tea. Heavy at times. And be prepared for hot, 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 oh dear, hot, 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 <laughs> well into the evening hours. <laughs> uh, this hot weather is rubbish advisory in effect for the next several days. This has been your United Kingdom forecast from the UK Weather Channel. Hi, it's Veronica Gonzalez, and after the Buzz Adams Morning Show is over, I'll have El Paso's Best Rock to help you through your workday. From the best classic rock to the best rock being made today, everything you need to keep rocking on the job right here starting at 10 on 95.5. Do your monthly energy bills have you saying, what? It's time to go solar with SunWatt. SunWatt is a local company that sells solar panels. They install them, make sure your home runs on the energy provided. What better place to harness? I don't have a Florida main game today, but there is an El Paso story that has made it onto the true crime report. So we'll have that coming up. Oh, wow. A local man. Also, I have a comedy show tonight. Oh, yes. Tell us all about it, please. No problem. Did you uh, have one last night? No. 
not oh, last okay. night. So this, okay. Um, I have well, I, so I do on Tuesdays. I have a comedy workshop, but it's every other Tuesday. Uh, no, tonight I'm going to be at Mad Hatter's. It's a bar right next to Rubik's on the west side, forty twenty five North Mesa. It's a comedy show. Starts at nine p.m. and it features El Paso's funniest comedians, legendary Ponchi Herrera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I consider, in many ways, my mentor, in most ways, my mentor uh, here in town. Super funny. Also, Anthony Austin Brown, who we know from Feline Fox. Absolutely. We're very talented. And um, a good friend, Joe Rodriguez. He's from Las Ve- or he's from here, but moved to Las Vegas, and he's going to be back. And we're all going to be doing comedy at Mad Hatter, 9 p.m., 4025 North Mesa. And, and that's uh, a bar? It is a bar. Yeah. Uh, okay. Don't come hungry. <laughs> is there a cover? No cover. It's free. A free comedy show. Forgot okay. to mention that. Yes. No no cover. All right. If everybody's buckled in, we're going to start this wild ride that is called the True Crime Report. Woo! Okay. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the beast. Whoop. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. Stop breaking the law! Our first true crime story comes from North Carolina, where a family of six went in for a nice sit-down restaurant at the Waffle House. Oh, that sounds nice. And then robbed the place. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> Not so good. Family of six sat down at the Waffle House in Hillsborough, North Carolina, and had a nice lunch. This was a week ago Monday. When they were done eating, they pulled a gun and robbed the place. Only but as a family, so. Right. Only three of them were involved in the robbery, and they're all adults. They flashed a gun, told an employee to grab whatever money was in the register, and took off. What if they paid the bill? Right. Did they Did they rob the place before, before or after the they check paid? Came? Either way, they would have ended up with their money back, I guess. Would you right? like your check, sir? No, no, thank you. They were on the run for two days, but they are all in custody now. Police caught up with them Wednesday of last week. So this the robbery was Monday. They caught up with them Wednesday near Charlotte. Well, a family that robs together? Sobs together. Because <laughs> they got arrested, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> that was an alley-oop of a Hold joke. Hold on. It turns out they're all from Texas. <gasps> Oh. They also robbed a business in Louisiana a few days before they hit the Waffle House. It's not clear how they're all related, but it's one guy and two women. Their names are Tony Lemon, Tamiko Jones, and Diamond Walton. Diamond? Nice. Yeah, Tony. Must have had a hard life. Mr. Lemon... Uh, is the one who pulled the gun, but all three are facing charges for the armed robbery and conspiracy to commit armed robbery. It sounds like there might have been three underage individuals who were part of the party. So they're fo- uh, facing those charges in North Carolina and also Louisiana. A Michigan woman is suing a man for $10,000 because he stood her up for a date. Makes sense. The woman uh, is named Kashante Short, and she was stood up a while back. 
She didn't just go to complain or vent on social media. She actually sued the guy who stood her up. And she's asking for $10,000 in damages. She says she suffered emotional distress because he didn't show. And since it was her mother's birthday and her mother had just recently died, it hit her extra hard. If that's the case, I should be getting millions of dollars for all the times I've been stood Stood up. up. Imagine if we could just do that. I'd be rich. Rich. We got some audio. Uh, there's footage online of virtual court hearing. So Ms. Short is there. The guy, she's suing for $10 million. By the way, she accused him of committing perjury by not showing up. And the judge in this audio is very, well, first of all, he sounds ticked off that, that he has to even hear this case. But he's very frustrated and telling her that she doesn't know what the definition of perjury is. <laughs> you understand what perjury is? Yes, I think perjury, perjury is a lie. I no, know what perjury means. Perjury is a statement, a, a false statement made under oath. So exactly, what and I got documents that prove he was lying. <laughs> he you don't put, understand. He, what? He, it's a false statement made under oath. Bottom line is you said it's a criminal offense, so I will send it to circuit court. Are we done here? Oh, God dang. And she's I, sending it to circuit court. But I heard that clip. I had to stop for a second and say, wait a minute, who's the judge here? Who's the lawyer? Yeah. Does, is she the Because she knows legal terms. <clears throat> Just to be clear, under oath means... You've sworn in. You've sworn in a, on a, in a, a court of law. I'm not even sure if it's a Bible, but yeah. Uh, as far as the guy, he didn't have much to say other than he thought this whole thing was a waste of everybody's time. God, it'd almost be worth the $10,000 just to avoid this woman, right? <laughs> a man in Florida got arrested for misusing 911 after he called and asked them to bring his girlfriend some Sour Patch Kids candy. <laughs> that's what, sir, that's what Instacart is for. Hey, can you guys just bring me some Sour Patch Kids real quick? Now, if you're thinking these were My a girlfriend. couple of kids... A 37-year-old man in St. Petersburg called 911 on Saturday and asked them to bring his girlfriend some candy, and he specified that he wanted Sour Patch Kids. Police showed up to his uh, place, described him as (laughs) heavily intoxicated. It's unclear if it was a prank call, but when they asked why he called, he just smiled and walked away. (laughs) You don't even then know, they man. they went to arrest him for misusing nine one one, and he resisted. So they had to tase him to get him into the cuffs. Well, he got released on bail Sunday afternoon, but isn't allowed to drink. <laughs> Has to wear an alcohol monitoring device. What is what is that? What is an alcohol monitoring device? Oh, it's a device, and um, it monitors, monitors the alcohol. alcohol. I mean, what does it what does it go on? How does it monitor alcohol? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm not sure if it uses... Does it go breath- on your ankle? Do you have to breathe? Yeah, right. It's a breathalyzer, maybe? or uh, yeah, It could be. Yeah, now that I've heard of. Like, you got to blow into a tube in order to yeah. drive a car. But this just says he's not allowed to drink alcohol at all. It almost seems like not calling 911 would have been the best option <laughs> for Sour Patch Kids. 
Well, that is rule number 2,371 of the Path of Least Resistance, which states, don't call 911 unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a major heist of Pokemon cards. Oh. Over half a million dollars worth of Pokemon cards were stolen from a from a 62-year-old man. Oh, no. Dan? The man in South Carolina named Christopher Polidoro, who is a huge Pokemon collector. He's the 62-year-old man. Been there. Story. Still got my four Charizards. Holographic. He even keeps his cards in a temperature-controlled room. I uh, don't do that. Again, I think I let it slip in the headline that this was valued at over half a million dollars. So what do you got to have there, like a like a mint condition original Snorlax or <laughs> a first edition? Yeah, it would be nice. Um, so I tried to sell my Pokemon cards maybe about three years ago, and because I, I have a bunch of rare ones, man. I have I have. How old were you when you made these when these cards came into your possession? Uh, fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. So I'm relieved that you answered fourth grade. But I have held on to them almost like an investment because I'm like, oh, these are going to be worth something. Uh, it turns out they weren't. They're all third editions, like hol- like Charizard's hol- uh, holographic not ones. Even, not worth the They're like, if it's the first one, it's the first edition, yes. Well, last week, Mr. Uh, Polyduro, this 62-year-old Pokemon collector in South Carolina, called police and said that part of his collection was stolen. The police report says the cards were valued at half a billion dollars, but Mr. Polidoro says the cops made a mistake. It was half a million. Right. <laughs> half, half a, a billion. billion? You must have a, a mew. The card collection is worth, worth more than the man's house. Uh, among other things, he's missing three unopened boxes of first edition Pokemon <sighs> cards. Those are the ones. Oh, yeah. Those must be the ones. Those are the what ones. What you want to do is you want to get the first edition and you want to leave them in the packaging, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, because those those would still be in the pack that you you don't know because it's like a random pack of six cards that they sell. Oh, so you don't know what's in there. You don't know. So, would it be fair to say that these are potentially worth... Well, it says he might have both. Like, he might have some that were Three unopened boxes of first edition Pokemon cards. I mean, if he had all three legendary birds, like Articuno and Zapdos and Moltres, then maybe. The the victim here, Mr. Polidoro, who once again is a 62-year-old man that says he had a half-million-dollar collection of Pokemon cards, says the only thing he can think of was when some workers had been in his home sometime in the past nine months from an HVAC company. Police are investigating. So the Pokemon cards are actually part of a, a game that you can play versus people like you have your cards and you battle or something. I'm wondering if he also did that. Can you see like a 62 year old man going to like comic book stores and be like, I got my, I got my pack ready. I can't see any of it. I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the Pokemon allure. Well, you collect them because they, you know, part of the game. Also like Magic the Gathering. You ever play that? I mean, like, I'm aware of people who collect baseball cards, but I've never really gotten gotten it. You know well, what I mean? But baseball cards are, are static. Like, they're just just information on it, like statistics. The the cards are a game. So you build decks. You, like, you, you yeah. trade with each other for 
Oh, I need this one for this type of deck. Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Is that a, another game like that? Yeah, that one's even more mm-hmm. into it. And uh, final story we have here. There was an argument at Bassett Place on Sunday night that led to one man being seriously, seriously injured after the other person he was arguing with pinned him against another car with his car. Oh, my God. Man was seriously injured during a fight over a parking space at Bassett, according to El Paso police officials. So, uh, what's being reported here... This wasn't an accident, right? This was intentional. Uh, well, I mean, the guy who hit him... The guy who pinned the other guy has a... Has has an excuse, anyway. Oh. So, uh, two men, one 37, the other 40, exchanged words over a parking spot in the lot near the Target store. Happened around 530. Um... According to the public defender, Maya Quevedo of the public defender's office, it just seems like it's one huge misunderstanding. Encounter started after both drivers went for the same parking spot. Witnesses allegedly told him that... Okay, I, I don't know how to make this clear. Okay, so guy number one... We're just going to say guy number one and guy number two, okay? okay? Guy number one gestured for guy number two... To go ahead and take the spot. All right, I want to so call here. guy number one Daryl. Guy, guy number, number one. Guy number two. Here. Guy number go. two got out of his vehicle and approached guy number one. Daryl. The other man <laughs> got out of his vehicle and a confrontation ensued. All right. Guy number two. Alistair. No, um, excuse me. Guy number one. Daryl. Ran toward his Ford Explorer. Guy number two got into his Honda, Allison. put it in reverse, crashed into a parked Nissan Titan, then drove forward into the other man, pinning him between the vehicle oh and the God. Explorer. Okay, so guy number two, the one who pinned the other guy, claims that he didn't know what the guy was doing, and for all he knew, he could have been going to his vehicle to get a gun. So that's, like, his excuse. It was self-defense? <laughs> uh... I hit him with my car. Well, the guy it was self-defense. The, the guy who got pinned against the car could lose his leg. It was uh, this came out during uh, oh, an snap. arraignment. So, uh, guy number one was taken to a hospital with serious injuries. Um, so, broken leg, severe blood loss, and damage to an artery. According to assisted DA Danica Carmen. A verbal argument ended in violence with someone possibly losing their leg. So it doesn't sound like he's out of the woods here. No, that's super serious. And and because he was uh, up against another car, it's probably the bumper that first hit his leg. That's why the, the leg was injured. Oh, man. You can get something called crush syndrome where all the... Uh, force and and uh, impact of the car being against the leg. Once it gets released, there will be toxins that built up inside of it. So. I think the takeaway here is, if you looked around, you would probably see there was another spot thirty or forty feet away, and it's le- path of least resistance. Probably not going to kill you to to get a few steps in anyway. You might lose your leg. No. So I thought uh, I'd share with you from Life Hacker. The 10 Unbreakable Rules of Parking Lot Etiquette. So let's just oh, go over this. I didn't okay? even know there's a list. Number one, don't park in a handicapped spot. 
symptom. Unless you have a handicap. You know, yeah. that goes without saying, right? And you know... Have you ever known anybody who's just like, oh... F it. I'm just going to do it. Or, I have my grandma's pass, so I'm going to go ahead and part. Like, I've seen some people, it's like, I have the pass. Yeah, it belongs to my grandma, but I'm still going to park in that spot. Are you telling me I should return my grandma's pass? You don't do that, do you? No, and of course not. Okay. Number two of the unbreakable parking lot rules, don't block the flow of traffic waiting a long time for a spot. So if you're sitting there, you ever do that? You're going down a line and there's somebody who's just sitting there and they're waiting for the person to back out. You're not even going to get the spot. The person that's holding you up is going to get the spot. Wait, if you're waiting for somebody to back out, then how else are you supposed to just wait for the person to back you out? just keep going. No, you, wait for, you stop and you wait for the person to yeah, back out. but then sometimes the person who's backing out sees what's going on and decides, I'm going to make this person. I'm going to take my sweet ass Well, time. the worst is if you're stopped... <laughs> Waiting for the person to get out, and they just went to their car to get their key, their glasses or something. Don't park so that you're taking up multiple spaces. I hate that. Uh, that almost seems like I, I would never do this, but it seems like it would be awfully tempting for somebody just to key a car. The fancier, the more you'd want to yeah. key it. Parked across like two parking spaces. Now, if the car was out in the furthest reaches of the parking lot and it did that, would you still be pissed off? Where there's no cars no, around. If there's no, no cars around. If they around were it. like, I'm going to park a mile away, I, I guess I wouldn't be pissed off. Uh, rule number four, if you park poorly, try again. Straighten it up. It's better to keep them between those lines. Number five, don't slowly tail people as they walk through the parking lot. That's even going beyond waiting for somebody who's already in at their car. Just following them to see where they're going to go. You know, you're stalking them to mm-hmm. get their spot says don't do that always return your shopping cart don't just leave it free out there in the parking lot use your turn signals i i've been made fun of because i use my turn signal in parking lots no use them you you there's a few more of these uh rules here but i thought it would be more memorable and helpful if we played the song version oh yeah Um, I'm, I'm sorry if this has kind of a Christmassy sound to it, but... Hey, that's my parking spot, pal! Why don't you try to come over here and take it from me? Here is a list of good parking lot graces. Two angry drivers can't share the same spaces. If you're not the first with your turn signal on, park somewhere else because that space is gone. When walking to your car but you are not leaving Let everyone know because it is deceiving Never back up if you pass up a spot These are the rules of the mall parking lot Stay in your lane, take your cart back When you leave, be quick If everyone followed these parking lot rules Mm -hmm. No one would get there as kids That's right Start uh, wrapping up the show here. <laughs> you have like just three minutes. minutes here. I know. Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> Over at KLAQ.com, Nico finished his article about rock songs that reference Lord of the Rings. And it's not just Led Zeppelin, is it? No. There were a bunch of bunch. bands that were so nerdy that they inc- slipped in references to Lord of the Rings in their songs. Like Floyd. back in the 60s and 70s, right? Right. Uh, Black Sabbath. 
Genesis. One band I heard called Camel. I don't even know. I've never heard of Camel, Camel before. Yeah. If you want to slide over to KLAQ.com, you could also find my article. This sucks. New studies say that, quote, any amount of alcohol is bad. Not even a glass of wine with dinner? I, you know, there's a there are different studies. There's a University of Washington study. There's a Harvard-MIT study. And then there's one other. But they're saying, especially if you're under the age of 40, the amount of alcohol that you can have per day without it having negative health effects, alcohol-related health effects, is ridiculously small. Like a zero. They measure it in tablespoons. Like three tablespoons of wine. Beyond that... Don't do it. it, it right, it's going to have negative... It's only when you get to people who are 40 above that very, very small amounts of alcohol might possibly... might have some very minor uh, heart health properties. Anyway, if you feel like reading that, I mean, it's kind of a bummer. I'm going to let you know right now. <laughs> El Paso Congresswoman Veronica Escobar arrested by Capitol Police. It wasn't just her. There were several people, and several of them were members of Congress. Ilhan Omar uh, was one of them. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Veronica Escobar were arrested for protesting the recent Supreme Court ruling on Roe versus Wade outside the Supreme Court uh, building. What do you think of that? Get arrested for uh, protesting. It's civil disobedience. I mean, at least she wasn't... Well, they were arrested for... Obstruction of... Traffic, traffic. blocking traffic, things like that. Now, let me check your consistency. Do you feel the same way for the anti-abortion protesters who held a rally outside a new abortion clinic in Las Cruces? Yeah, uh, actually, if I they do. got arrested doing that, protesting against abortion. You would say, "Oh, well, that's that's okay." Yeah, if you're doing a peaceful pro right. protest, right? Yeah. Okay. The anti-abortion community speaking out in Las Cruces, hundreds gathering for a rally saying they want to end abortions in New Mexico. Just a few hundred feet away with their door open is New Mexico's newest abortion clinic. That clinic relocating from Mississippi. It was at the center of the Supreme Court case that ultimately overturned Roe v. Wade. Wow. Uh, so hundreds of people showed up uh, to protest. It doesn't sound like there were arrests because they weren't. I mean, abortion clinics have been protested for, forever. And I remember Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthoods in Houston would have like corridors of chain link fence that would allow women to safely enter without having to endure any of the protesters there. So. And today's National Hot Dog Day, everybody. No <laughs> wieners. There are uh, all kinds of different deals that are going on. I know we don't have a Nathan's, but if, you, if you're listening and you're somewhere where you do have a Nathan's hot dog, they've got specials going on. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel selling chili dogs for a buck, but you have to buy four. Hot Dog on a Stick has a buy one, get one deal. And Pilot Flying J gas stations have a buy one, get one deal for their rewards members. So, happy hot dog day, everybody. Hey there, juicy, lukewarm tube of meat. Ground up pig snouts, lips, and other animal trimmings. 
Stovetop, frying pan, microwave, grill. Foot long, dingle dong, plump and steamy. Squirting a line of yellow mustard on your reddish brown skin. Or maybe a zigzag of ketchup. Ballpark, picnic, all-American fair. Where are your buns? Hey, hot dog, I relish you. You know what I think. 